and welcome back to Fate's End, a home room Dungeons & Dragons game driven by Fate. I will be your tailweaver for the evening. Uh, of course, we want to shout out, do our shout outs before we get started here. We want to shout out Tabletop Audio for the ambiance and music in tonight's episode. Um, all of this audio is amazing and completely free to use in your own games, but please, of course, consider supporting Tim on Patreon so he can continue to make amazing sound sets. We currently support him and encourage you to do so as well. Uh, we'll put a link to in the chat in just a What is happening? Hold on. <laughs> I'm getting distracted from my announcements. Wait, what is happening? Thank you, Nathan, oh. for, the, for, the, uh, for those bits. Thank you, Jedi Master, for the bits. Thank I you so much. And it looks like we are we got a hype tra train going, so hi for the hype. <laughs> um, we want to shout out our partners, of course. We want to shout out Nine Realms Gaming. They create top-notch gaming accessories from the finest woods this realm has to offer. They make dice trays, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, all gorgeous. If you want to grab some epic game gear, visit their website at ninerealmsgaming.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off. We are also extreme. If you didn't see our short rest um, from Friday, we made a huge announcement. Oh, also on our social media, uh, we made a huge announcement. Um, we have a new partner, Dicey Encounters. They make gorgeous handcrafted dice for the most dicey of encounters. They make standard sets, chunky dice. Uh, magnets and singles. If you want to grab a set of these glittering gems, head over to DiceEncountersDice.com and use our exclusive partner code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. Uh, we're also going... No giveaway tonight, but we're also going to be... There's so much happening. I'm trying... No, it's okay. JT <laughs> Lucidius gave away... Did the giveaway tonight with uh, like 10 subs. James did. Yeah, he did. Look at that. Well, you know what? James is giving away amazing things this evening. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, James, for the gifted subs and for the completion of uh, the level one of hype. Um, but yeah, so no giveaway. Outs I mean, yes, giveaway, but no Dicey Encounter giveaway tonight. Um, but we will be having those giveaways from Dicey Encounters coming soon. So you can see those beautiful, that beautiful thank like D20 up off. on screen. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh! You guys are being amazing. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so yes. much, Mick Blah, for the gifted subs as well. Oh my goodness! Thank you, CJ. Thank you, the bits. Oh my Let's goodness! Keep it going, yes. Guys. Thank so. you. Uh, the their bits oh, from Haloidi. Uh, bits from Flock Obama. Bits from Hatcher Actor. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Boys, giveaway we've had so far. Yo, I'm actually turning oh, red right now. Thank you, Flock Obama, for the gifted subs. And we made it. 11 minutes in. Good gracious. The hype train is complete. That is amazing. Love our followers. You guys are so amazing. We love you guys. <laughs> Level four on fire. Good gracious. Ooh, only a little bit more and then we'll be <laughs> the <final> level. <laughs> He's announced that. Just whoo. Oh my hey, boy, oh, yeah, <laughs> Thank you for the subs. Thank you, Flockable. Oh, thank no. you, Jake. Thank you, yeah, Jake. Thank you, Jake. Yeah, Jake. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> thank you, Jake, for the gifted subs. It, it didn't catch up quite fast enough because it's just like <laughs> up my screen over here. And the hype is complete. The hype oh, is, is yeah. the level five. 
five. Level five. The final. (laughs) Wow. I'm very curious what emotes we're going to unlock with all of that. Let's go. 12 minutes in. Shout out to Cyrus (laughs) for the ambiance sounds and music in uh, in our show. We use their online player and uh, we use their sound sets from time to time as well. Um, Remember, our Discord is available to all our community members. That is Command Discord. Um, I keep keep seeing notifications, so I'm getting distracted from the announcements. Uh, Go ahead. Did you you talk about our new partner? Did you get to finish (laughs) talking about it? I don't. Did you? I, I don't. I think so. Well, you no? should maybe do it again. Yeah, this, this <laughs> He's so amazing. Yeah. I think you said the name, and then let's, the thing let's do it happened. One more time. I, okay. I remember Chonky Dice. Chonky Dice. <laughs> dice. Chonky dice. Uh, they make Chonky Dice magnets, singles. If you want to grab a set of their of their dice, you can go to diceencounters.com and use our code LIAR10 to get 10% off your purchase. I think Daniel did, yeah, Daniel put a, put a link in the chat. Uh, they they make gorgeous dice. You can see the D twenty up here. It's so pretty. It, like, and that's just that's just that's just one of their D twenties. Like, they make absolutely gorgeous dice. And I, what's interesting is they also make. Uh, I guess they're called D twos, but you know, for coin flipping. Um, and they have this very unique, like it's almost kind of like teardrop shaped, like D uh, D two. Um, very beautiful. So go check them out. Um, and uh, if you grab some of their epic uh, glittering gems of math rock, math math rock rockasis. I don't know. I'm trying to be punny, but it's just not working out. <laughs> If you go if you go over there and you want to grab some of their beautiful dice, you can use our code LIAR10. In addition to our discount, I think they also have a discount going right now in their shop. Oh, do they? So Ooh. I can verify that. But yeah. Yes, please do. <clears throat> uh, if you want to follow us on socials, use command socials to check us out on all of our social channels where you can find out about our latest announcements and what's going on. Um, right up and very quickly and that is with uh, command socials you can also follow the cast of fate's end by using the command fate cast to follow the entire cast of fate's end as well all right of course we also want to our you know our kickstarter is launching which we're super super pumped about uh the stargazer's guide to auroria Zodiac is coming to Dungeons and Dragons, and the Stargazer's Guide to Auroria is a campaign setting for 5e that's going to bring Zodiac, a Zodiac character build system, new races, subclasses, and an entire robust world for you all to explore. And that's going to be launching on July 19th. You can use Command Kickstarter to check it out now. You can go ahead and follow the project, even though it hasn't launched yet. You can follow the project on Kickstarter now to get notified when we do launch. The moment that we launch, because we are going to be having early bird tiers, and we antici- and we definitely anticipate they're going to go fast. Uh, so you want to make sure to follow it now, so you can get in on those early bird tiers. <clears throat> Outside of that, I think tonight Esperis and Luden are going to be recapping us for the la- uh, for the last episode of Fate's End. So with that being said, the time has come. Let's draw our cards for tonight's episode, Fate's End. Yes, uh, we only arrived in Sable a few days ago now, and, uh... Hey, Esbreeze, I have a question to ask you about a girl I met. <laughs> She's... Uh, oh. Uh, hello, Ludan. We are not alone. I was just telling our friends here about our arrival in Sable and uh, what we have been up to. Uh, would you like to join us? Oh, sure. So, last time on Fate's End, um... So... So, I don't know if Esbreeze told you about Cypri... 
but I don't like it. And while the party was discussing what we were going to do about this guy, Samson decided he was going to go follow him. Now, according to Samson, he just sat there. And Samson watched. For over half an hour. Just doesn't seem like you, mate. You wanna... And that's really the only thing I can't figure out about you yet. Because people like you don't make mistakes like that. So why? He looks at... He, he avoids your gaze this entire time. And then he looks back up at you. And he says, Because I haven't spoke to him in over 3,213 years and 118 days. Once you returned, Samson's attitude had changed. Earlier he had expressed that Cyprian was very dangerous, and so we should not engage with him. Now he is saying uh, Cyprian was very dangerous, so we should perhaps engage with him. Luden and Urmir thought it best to turn to the Sparrowhawks first, and we all started making our way to bed. And that is uh, Finn and I, Prearia and Samson stayed at the bar for a time, I believe. We got more. No more. Our friend, our friends don't want to know more. They made that abundantly clear. Well, maybe we just, maybe we just have to get more with, without them knowing. So that was around the time I decided to contact Kaya. I needed to find some of the Sparrowhawks in the city. I'd rather find them before we trust Cyprian with anything or anyone. Uh, Kaya responds with. We have a, we have a small group, and now I'm not, I can't do an accent and count my words at the same time. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have a small group stationed at the hidden outpo outpost there. Eleven. Commanded by Hennevy. With the information I needed in hand, I woke up early, grabbed Samson and Ermir, and we left for our destination. The hideout was easy enough to find, but I think I need to work on identifying Sparrowhawk signs a little quicker. This area, and he'll tell Uramir and Samson to come over. He'll be like, there should be a lever around here somewhere, just in this area. Come, come help me. So looking through your book and then pressing that button, you know you can walk through the wall now. Oh, yeah. The wall doesn't, like... the wall, it still looks like a wall is there, but you know you can walk through it. And then... So with that, loot is gonna. Be all, like, you, you you almost feel like a like some air, just kind of like a puff of air as. He'll get a little excited because he knows the other two don't know about it, and he'll be like, "Hmm," and he'll just start walking straight through the wall. You just see like <laughs> like Harry Potter going through like the between platform nine and three quarters. He just walks through the wall. You just all watch that happen. I nonchalantly follow. <laughs> Inside, we met someone who I think might be the sanest person we've seen yet. The other, a fire Janazi woman with smooth skin, very subtly kissed with a few freckles. She has flowing reddish, almost pink uh, braided hair that pools down to just between her elbows and shoulders. They smolder with embers at the tips. 
Her ears are pierced with two small hoops at the top and one large coin-like earring at the bottom. Her eyes are silver gray, focused, piercing. An oh, adorned... No, <laughs> I love it. Like all these people, like they look, they yeah. look like my family. <laughs> uh, piercing and adorned with a small stripe of gold eyeshadow. Pretty great. <laughs> While all this was going on. I like to rise with the dawn, and Luden likes to rise. I think he just likes to rise before everyone else, and he does not really mind what that time is. He came to gather Eremir and Samson at, I think, I think it was 4 a.m. Prearia and Finlay are very, they're very kind people. Respectful, I think, is the word. They thought that I had changed for church, that I wore my vest once and wore no makeup or shoes, and they changed also. Arya has um, uh, stripped down to her like linen underclothes, and she's like undone the, the like tassels or whatever, like the little what are they called? The laces or whatever. So it's like as flowy as it can possibly get. Like she's she's very much trying to go off as Farisa's vibe here, and she has like let her hair down. She's like channeling. Hey, Arya, you look very beautiful. That is that is very nice. As do you. This is the prophet. Yes, yes. You look lovely. You both do. Thank you very much. As do you. Finn has all of his braids out. He decided to keep his hair similar to them uh, all down, and uh, I guess he changed his armor to the linen shirt, the white linen shirt that he had used. Uh, wore a dusty anchor and shorts i guess <laughs> oh my god like like the touristy shorts like the dad yeah. shorts that go above yes. your knee and stuff like like the khaki shorts yes oh the dad you got your burks on <laughs> yeah <laughs> the living terrace is quite different from the temple at dawn's rise but it fills me with the same feeling the quiet of the place and the eternity that it you all approach the living terrace. It is larger than the other home buildings, but not that much larger. Probably three times the size of an average home. The exterior is similar to that of a greenhouse. You can easily see into the building on one side. The glass exterior allowing onlookers and passerbys to easily gaze, from with gaze within. Outside this building is fairly desolate, and it is desert after all. The ground is dry and starved of water. You walk inside and the rays from the gaping chasms above that leak light down into Sable have been harnessed from within this temple. You see where mirrors have been placed to reflect the light all over, and this constellation-like stream of light bounces around the room, hitting these mirrors, like it, how Egyptians harness light. This natural light, not a single torch or candle. You see a variety of plants, vines clinging up the sides of the walls, a lot of plants not native to the desert, but thriving here in this small biome, sheltered from the dry and desolate from outside the walls. You see a lot of individuals in their last stages of life, tired and worn, you see the beautiful sparks of life, ready to bring new life into this world. 
The temple branches out to a few different areas upon entry. You all enter into this large atrium greenhouse that domes upward. And the space is very large and welcoming, 50 feet in diameter, roughly. And in the very center of this atrium, you see a half-orc man. We met a very lovely temple attendant named Rai, an extremely kind uh, artisan. He was performing a public ritual and allowed us to engage. It is. Okay, so I'm going to go over to the pink button <laughs> bucket instead. Vince's going to start trying to draw, like, snonk. <laughs> okay. On the mandala. <laughs> but he doesn't draw very well, so it's like a head. You make a, make a performance check. See how well, see how well <laughs> you, you do here. Okay. Did I roll? I don't think I did. Okay. Cool, so eight. After this, we visited the garden. This is what I wanted Prearia to see the most. Though it is different from the crown builder's gardens back home, it is still very quiet and beautiful. And I thought, well, we heard the tail end of a sermon and the voices of the innkeepers. And you hear, slowly rising from the far corner of the temple, you hear a chorus of voices kind of rise up and they sing... Another bloom now fades away. The life you lived we praise this day. Your heart is full, you're not alone. From this place you now have flown. A kiss, a hug, your goodbye is grace. Find peace, dear one, in this long embrace. And they just, their voices just kind of carry up and echo throughout that last word embrace just kind of echoes throughout the entire temple there was a special service offered specifically at the living terrace that i was not personally familiar with a central tenet of the temple of Remblaze is that uh, one should not cling too dearly to life nor run too greedily towards death and that it is in accepting both things and, and loving them that is the true path of peace. The terrace had a sort of a tea that you could drink that provided you with an experience. It helped you to address that which you were clinging to and that which you were running from to help you reach catharsis, I believe. Finalai offered to try. Um... For this one, he is, he sees himself on like a small piece of uh, land in the middle of the ocean. And he sees his home at a distance. And he sees on the other side, there's like on the left, there's his home. And on the, on the other side, like on the right is his whole party but also at a distance, like on larger pieces of land. And he is pretty much isolated, far, far away on his own tiny, tiny little piece alone. While Finelai was uh, partaking, I spoke to Prearia. 
Mice that was only the temple at home is always very quiet and I thought perhaps you might like some quiet for a time. Oh well um I'm not sure what um the the prostlet I, I am not trying to make you worship Remblais the way oh. that I Oh, well, do not worry, I did not think, um, I have never been to a place like this. I don't think I would know what to do with the god if I had one. Briaria but... is, well, I like her very much. I admire her. She reminds me of the voice of the seasons at home in the truth of her, I think. Finlaya returned then, and then it was it was only fair, considering. Blue mist coalesces almost like a pool of dark water coming up just onto her chin. Like her, she's on, it almost feels like she's floating on the balls of her feet and the water is up to her chin. And there is, comparatively to her in this moment, a much taller very beautiful elven woman with dark skin, long curling hair, wearing a wreath of bay leaves and gladiolus and other flowers, very old, uh, who smiles down at her and kisses her on the head and tells her that she loves her and walks out into the pool away from her. Meanwhile, back at the base, Ermir and Samson were having a pretty serious conversation. I don't know how I feel about the way Samson sees things, but... I guess what he was saying makes some kind of sense. What I do know is, at least at least the Sparrowhawks are supposed to have some semblance of honor. Let me ask you, sir. Do you trust me? Of course I do. Then we're going, then I hope you know that I won't put any of, I would never put your dad in danger. I believe you wouldn't put my dad in what you consider to be danger.
<laughs> cursed crew. The cursed, yes. mm. cursed crew. That's mm. what we are. <laughs> we are the curse of Aurora. Yes. <laughs> the curse of Aurora. Oh Aurora. my god. They're, they still haven't Curse come up with a party name. <laughs> so they're trying to come up with a party name still. 41 episodes in, baby. 41 episodes <laughs> in, still haven't chosen a party name. It's like, it's like a, it's like bad luck to, I think, change the name of a horse or something. I feel like it's bad luck to not have a name for a D&D group. So if you guys have any <laughs> names that you think we could have, throw them in the chat. No, and, we uh, know. We're just be, being intentional about <laughs> when we're going to release we that to the world. That's right. <laughs> Guys, come that's, on. That's the next, that's the next follow, uh, community goal. We'll uh, release Fateson's party name. No, somebody gets to name the group and we come out with like, we're the, the Fluffer oh, no. Nutters. The oh, no. Fluffer Nutters. The Fluffer Nutters. We're getting Boaty We got Bodie. jelly bean bags and we are here to do crime. All right. So... We jump back in at the sandy smoked Gouda. You are all full from the unique fondue experience and have discussed your plans as to how to move forward in helping Ermir find his father. It's about 12 p.m. in the afternoon and the sun pierces down from the gaping holes above. Time, uh, the moment is yours. All right, guys, uh, just stay behind me and, um, I'll show you the way um, and to do Samson's a uh, Samson's uh, issues with following together. I will cast Pass Without a Trace, and we move a little slower than usual, but we will hopefully make it there a little bit less seen from the public eye. Where are you going? Uh, to uh, my hideout, the, the team new team hideout. Okay. Everyone go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Alright. With an additional mm-hmm. plus ten, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at this. Yeah, we haven't rolled stealth checks in so long, y'all. Oh, wow, yeah. I am the knight. Did everyone roll 16? Oh my so god. It's, a, it's 26s across the board right now, I believe. Uh, <sighs> except for Ermia. Okay, I was about this to say. 23. That would have been Ooh, insane. Wow. And to pray Arya with twelve and oh, he's no. a plus ten. Yeah. Oh, Finn is like trailing behind Lude and like just talking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so is this hideout like the last hideout we were at? Is there like a why kitchen? are you saying are those words? Are we gonna words? be able to cook? <laughs> <laughs> is the place we're staying going to be like the last place we stayed at last time? Maybe last we can like cook together again, huh, Esperice? Finn, shut up. Why? Shut I'm up. just asking questions. We've we've made it to the are we there yet version. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I rolled a 32. <laughs> I wow. rolled a natural one. So. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. everybody else's can outweigh whatever is going on with Finn. Just dragging him on. Shut up. That hurts. <laughs> you you guys make it back to the, the to the Sparrowhawk out, the hidden Sparrowhawk outpost with Finali gap 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 along the way. <laughs> oh, we didn't roll for uh, our god. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, are we I'm taking him? Did we just not like leave him? No, we, we went and picked him up before we went oh, to the. Uh, he just sat there quietly at uh, lunch, I guess. Right, okay. <laughs> Oh my he's God. introverted. He <laughs> he's, <self>. introverted. <laughs> he's very quiet all the time. He's <laughs> sensitive. 
Let me roll stealth for him. Have you guys seen that SNL sketch of for sensitive boys? You can buy a Fisher Price wishing well that he can gaze into for hours. Yes. Oh <laughs> That's Cassius. <laughs> if you give him one of those, I'll also like, put a bell on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, you make your way to to the secret hideout outpost with Cassius. <laughs> yes, with Cassius. <laughs> and uh, Luna will go over and press his button. And then he'll turn around and look at the three that didn't see him before and walk backwards into the, like just smiling the whole time and walking backwards into the wall. Very nice. Wow! <laughs> and he'll stick his head back out. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> well, why'd you do that? If you- Shut up! <laughs> okay, alright. As Maurice will take Frenelide gently by the small of the back and guide Luden, him through the Luden, wall. Luden, you look up as you walk back in and you see like <laughs> somebody up on the outpost like about to like loose an arrow on no, no, it's 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 all good. It's all good. <laughs> Stand down, please. <laughs> um I'm going I'm gonna but before I go in, I'm gonna take like 30 or 45 minutes to like just make sure we weren't followed. And like, I'll be a bird, I'll be invisible, all that fun stuff. Just to make sure, no, then take a look around, make sure the gnome was trying to follow us. Okay. Give me Successfully two. or, un- basically, I'm, right, I'm assuming we're successful. So I'm essentially looking around for someone who's looking for us. <laughs> like they, they lost our trail at some point, so I'm out looking around. But I'll take like 30 minutes to do that and then I'll go back in. Okay. We all make it in. You all make you do you all do make it in. Dope. How high is this hidden door? It's very high. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Um everybody, we have different no races of all neat. types. Prayer <laughs> walks in, forehead to the ceiling. <laughs> I feel like half her body fall. <laughs> make an investigation check. Is this Samson? Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Um, 13. Okay, you don't see anyone. <laughs> I think we can make an assumption <laughs> of who might be watching us <laughs> based on the guy who said, I'm watching you all the time. <laughs> it's all good. But I, don't, I don't think anyone else knows about that theory. Nobody's watching us. He told us. <laughs> oh, he, no, he told He us. came up to our fondue. Totally young. Anyway, uh, Luden will walk in. Uh, he will immediately try and find Hennevy and be like, I'm so, 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 so sorry. I forgot there was actually four of us. We have a god with us. And he will just like gesture to Cassius to be like, You have a god with you? Yes. We, is, that a, kill this uh, man? Is, is that <laughs> a nickname? Or... That now? But it's you... okay. He's, he's quiet. Um, anyway, uh, she looks at like, she just kind of like squints her eyes looking at Cassius after that remark. And she's not like, she, she looks at you and like Finn with your passive insight. Cause you have the highest passive insight. Finn, it's the kind of look where it's like, she's trying to figure out whether he's being sarcastic or if he's being serious. And she can't tell, she, she doesn't know him well enough to know if he is being serious or not. <laughs> that he can only tell the truth. He I mean, he's hot, that... but this is like a dude. 
we just brought with us. <laughs> I assume he's shirtless. No, he has like usual. <laughs> godlike skills in uh, glass making. Oh. He's, yeah. a gl- he's a glass blower. Yeah, he and is. A f- aren't you? Fighter aren't you? Well. Me? He just looked like Cassius looks from Finn to Luden. Like, like he's not sure. Like one of them's telling the truth, one of them's lying, and he's not sure how he should respond. Yes, sorry. This is our good friend Ami. He's a glass blower and a good companion of ours. He's been on many of our travels. He's also a trusted fighter by our side. She, anyway, <laughs> she looks at um, Ami, and then she looks at the new individuals, and she gives you all the same spiel, and, and she says. All right, so this place is uh, hidden, as you can clearly see. You will forget where you saw the entrance. You will forget how to enter. Do you understand? But if we leave and we forget, then how are we supposed to get back? You're not. She looks at Luden and she's like, (laughs) is he like this always? Right? I am so sorry. Right? (laughs) Like, what? You will not speak about the location of our hideout. That is essentially what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Why didn't you just say that, then? She just, like, (laughs) she just glares at Finn. (laughs) Why don't I show you to the bunks? And Luden will just start walking. (laughs) He's like... Of course they embarrass me. That's how this is. This is how it always is. I get embarrassed that he's just walking. (laughs) (laughs) You walk off (laughs) with Finn. (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I forgot her partner's name. Oh, my God. Jessa, was it? Oh, no. Edmonton. I don't have my book with me. Oh, my God. I'm a monster. The other one. (laughs) (laughs) I might have just her partner. It's fine. We'll figure it just, out. Just, oh, just continue partner. on, everyone. You're talking about the Lessa. Uh, Lessa. It was Lessa. 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 Okay. Lessa. okay. We're good. <laughs> mild panic. We're fine now. Mild, mild panic. We're good. She just, but she just kind of like, like gives like, like Finn a look as like he just kind of walks away with with Luton. Right. So um, you should probably follow Luton. He can show you where everything is. Of course. Thank you very much. Yeah, so I show everybody to their bunks. You guys can choose out of the, let's see. How many Sparrowhawks were there when there, we first got there? Um, uh, there are, I believe, I think I said four, four or six total. Okay, so that means there was 18, or no, 18. That's awful math. That means there were 14 uh, bunks left. Uh, I chose the one next to uh, Hinnevi, or under Hinnevi. And you go and choose <laughs> Finn's for him. Yeah, he does. As far away as humanly possible. He sees there's a bunk above her and a bunk below her, and he's like, "I know where I'm going." And he goes, <laughs> and he will, uh, he will be like, "Choose uh, any of the empty ones, um, please." We, we talked about this. Let's. If you want to train, I'll be over there. He'll just start walking towards the training area with his sword out, just embarrassed. Like, obviously, just completely like, ugh. 
the little brother. This that's what he feels like, like uh, the big brother showing um, his little brother to his friends and all this stuff. And he just walks off. Why is Luden acting so weird? Esperis, are you staying at the temple? I am not altogether certain. It seems that we are very safe here. I don't know if we want to split up or not, but I can sleep wherever is necessary. Okay, I mean, well, I'm going to choose this one. He points to the bottom bunk. That's by limits. <laughs> so if you want to sleep above me, you're welcome to. Unless you unless you want the bottom bunk. Hey. I'll take the top one. Okay. Th that way I yeah. Yeah. No, whatever bunk you want. Wow. Okay, yes, I will take the bottom bunk. <laughs> Start moving my stuff into the bottom bunk. Considering going over and talking to Luden and then considering lying face down on my bunk for a while. So I'm just going to start unpacking this stuff. I'll put Snonk on Luden's bed. Wow. Snonk looks at you. <laughs> because what if he falls off? It, it, in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks at you. Falls Bulb diagonally onto Luden somehow. <laughs> Volpa just kind of like uh choose like Volpa just kind of like hops to one bunk, hops to another bunk, hops like up the wall to bunk until until Volpa's at like the highest bunk. Oh, I guess that's Volpa's. <laughs> Speaking of Volpa's. Um, Priyari's just gonna like chill by the door. She's not really picking a bed yet. She's um, taking in the environment, waiting for Samson to get back. She's let Mountain down on the ground and he's walking around doing mountain things. <laughs> mountain Ernest. is playing in the sand. Uh, Erin takes a buck on the top. Um, Umber kind of flies up there and attaches himself to one of the uh, little support beams and hangs upside down like a bat. <laughs> just t take his bag and just toss it up there on the top bunk and turn back and look at everyone else. <sighs> Great oh. guess. We brought a pig and like a robotic gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we up to next? I am not altogether sure. Um, I know we were speaking of going and uh, meeting with some of the mercantile leaders, but this is probably uh, less polite to do so late in the day. So maybe that will be in the morning. Um, there was discussion of, uh, I don't know, local rumors and things. Uh, yeah, I guess it isn't too late in the day. Um, I wanted to go visit the library, if they have one here. Probably do some research if anyone wants to come. I really like libraries, if it's mm -hmm. okay for me to come along. Yeah, come on. Me too, me too. We, we, we. Us too. I would be like, okay, I guess we can all go. I go back to Vardo, make, um, she kind of looks around because she does realize she's in a cop house 
um, <laughs> make things for for to find information. And Ludin like picks up on what she's putting down, like, yeah, make things. You got this. Completely above board. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but for Opriaria, I think it should be fine. It's not like we're actually going to give them to a lot of people, right? Probably not. No, no, no. Exactly. I All mean, right. unless a lot of people buy them. <laughs> okay. Be very careful. <laughs> All right. So we're going to the library. Uh, Aramir, are you staying here? Um, where's everyone else going? I, I know I'm going to the library. Esprit's going to the library. Apparently, Finn and Stonk are going to the library. I don't know where Samson is. is going to the Vardo. Armacy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll join you. So we're all going to the library. All right. You can come too, Samson. Samson inside. <laughs> Samson, yeah, you here? I don't, I don't, how long is a bird? I don't think a I'm bird just walks in on yeah, its cheesecake. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably, I mean, like, everyone was picking out their bunks and, like, talking to Hennevy, and it's probably been about 30 minutes. Samson flies into a wall. I've, I've come back in. Fly <laughs> into a window. Come back in. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was listening the whole time. <laughs> so, I've been no, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm. I don't think we're gonna find the answers we want in the library. Um, so I, I don't I don't think I'm going, but I may I may travel with uh, Prioria back over to the Bardo. I was actually kind of thinking I was run, gonna run a bayou. Um, I thought it might be nice to maybe leave the water and get it out of the city. Pretend like mm-hmm. we pretend like we left, close out our tab mm-hmm. and the rooms that we had at the other end. If we're gonna stay here, you know. Uh, sh- sure, but where do you are you gonna leave the Vardo someplace, or? I mean, it, it's up to you. It is your Vardo. Yeah, I was I was just thinking we'd probably. I'm sure there are there are outskirts, little areas and taverns, and then outside of the actual city of Sable. I was thinking maybe go find some sort of hum, homestead or something out there, and just park it, just out. Pretend like we left, you know. But Good we idea. still look same. We'd have to disguise, maybe. Yeah. I can only do for so long. Mm. We'll figure it out. Maybe. Okay, I, I invest know. in wig. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll do the same. We'll tap his head. <laughs> um. I mean, I, we don't have to, but I think it would be a good idea. No, if sure, we if sure. we act like we left, I don't know. I don't, that's the problem is we don't know who's watching yet. So, just an idea. I think it's a good one. Um, and Ludin will go back over to Hennevy real quick and be like, one last question. Uh, she, I know- she's like in the middle of a clipboard talking to, to, uh, to Lessa. Yes. Uh, I know we have uh, equipment for fighting and for, uh, for, you know, restocking and things. Do we happen to have any disguises? Anything that makes us look... And then he'll just gesture to the rest of the party. Like... A merry band of adventurers. 
She kind of like gives you a weird look and she goes, aren't you already a married band of venturers? Yes, we don't want to look like that. Oh, you don't want to? Okay, I thought yes. I misheard that wrong. I was like, to make us look like that? I was like, oh, oh, I, oh aren't, isn't that what you like are? <laughs> um, we have some dark cloaks, very similar to what I wear. That kind of, it's very matte and plain. Everybody want a dark cloak? I, if I may say, I think a group walking about with dark cloaks hiding their face might be more suspicious. <laughs> yeah, that seems more noticeable. <laughs> She has a point. Probably we usually don't. Me. We usually don't travel in groups. <laughs> I'll take a dark cloak. He'll pop his off. <laughs> He'll take off his own dark cloak. Yeah, do you want Put it. Uh, fold it up and put it in his uh, his bunk. Walk over and, and happily accept one of the dark cloaks. She grabs one and she hands it to you. He says, "Thank you." It probably looks a lot similar to it his. <laughs> and he puts it on and he'll be like. Like a new person. And maybe, he'll... <laughs> maybe we should find hats to wear. This okay. is wise. This is wise. <laughs> hats. They're all the fashion. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the library. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we got Finn, uh, Luden, and... Uh, is Prayer you in the library too? No. I, I go to Walter White in Bardo. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so Luden, Finn. I thought there was a third person. Uh, Esperis. Luden, I, Finn, Esperis and Ermir. Yeah. Oh, say Luden, Esperis, Finn, and Ermir. All four of you. Going to the library real quick. Going what gonna... time is it? Library. It's probably. It's uh... oh, it straight up should say on the screen. Sorry. Yeah. It's one p.m. Oh, we have so much time. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna make my. I'm gonna make myself look like Cyprian. <laughs> so I walk with Prayaria. Oh my god. Just use disguise self, look like Cyprian. <laughs> Prayaria will disguise herself as like a little old man. Oh my god. We just walk around together. Great. I love this. Little old arm and arm, arm and arm. <laughs> Cyprian, little old man. Help me cross the street, Sonny. As... Oh my god. Absolutely. I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, so um, I guess we'll start with the library. Um, so that is actually all the way over at the Halls of Myrrh in that bottom right corner. Oh, wow, that is, wow, that is a walk. That is a walk, it is. That's okay, we can explore the city while we walk. <laughs> well, you could explore the city, Finn. I gotta go to the library. Well, yeah, we're going to the library, but it's a walk. <laughs> Halls of Myrrh are cute. Okay, I'm going to mute myself with that. I want to say that. <laughs> Whoa. All right. So, you make your way to the Halls of Myrrh. You approach this very large dome-shaped building. Each of the domes a different muted color, mustard, clay, cobalt. The light pouring in from the gaping holes above shine down on it like a spotlight. The entirety of the outside of the building is completely covered from base to just under the domes, with these intricate mosaic designs that swirl. This is a house of learning, and house of magic. Wizards and sorcerers alike come here to hone their skills of magic and arcana. Entering the building, you see sections throughout this large, atrium-like space where pillars form and arc toward the ceiling, forming domes. 
As you look up, each of these domed segments are filled with mosaic scenic depictions. You could spend hours upon hours moving to each one, and upon entry you see a large scenic depiction of sable, and moving along you see others depicting the Vera mountain range. Another, much larger, in the center of the room, doming over what appears to be a lobby area for visitors who need directions and help. You see a massive koi fish swirling and swimming around the ceiling of this dome. Whoa. Impressive. Uh, Architecture. Yeah. Luden looks a lot more serious than he did when he was on the way over there. Um, and uh, take a deep breath and just walk up to um, any of the people that like um, are in charge or any librarians and stuff like that. Just walk over to one. I'll just go, uh, hello. You walk up to... <clears throat> A young, <clears throat> sorry, you walk up to like a young man and he's wearing like long flowing, uh, very kind of like sandy clay colored robes. Um, and he just, he kind of like runs one of the counters. He goes, hello, um, can I help you? Um, I'm hoping so. I'm looking for uh, a couple of books, actually. Um, I was wondering, did you have any sections on the histories of thieves guilds and some more maybe fantastical stories about people losing their shadows he again gives you a look for a moment and he's just like do we have any books on the history of thieves guilds and he kind of narrows your eyes he goes is this a joke or are you joking with me are you joking <laughs> no Oh, all righty then. Uh, why do you need the sea books on thieves guilds? Why? I'm sorry. What was your name? Esperice is going to approach. If that's all right, we're all here together, right? Yes, you are. <laughs> uh, my friend here is very interested in true crime. Uh, are you familiar with the genre? I am familiar with the. Uh, yes, we have a fictional. Yeah, if you are looking for some fiction on the true, true yes. crime, sir. Uh, you know, you're interested in the real, you know, criminal underbelly. It's become very popular with the bards recently. I'm also actually training to become a law enforcement officer myself. So I figure the more information that I have, the better equipped I'll be when the final exam does come up. Oh, uh, which, uh, which, uh, which law enforcement are you uh, training under to get your certification? Well, I was already a son of Bouclier, so just trying to broaden my horizons. I have you ever heard of the see. Sons of I yes, I have heard of the Sons of Bouclier. I and have. I'm assuming you've probably heard what happened to Lacambria. Yes, it's very terrible. They... So you might understand why I might not want to be there right now. Are you? Uh, well, uh. Yeah, it's it's a lot of painful memories there. But, you know, there's some other places that might look kindly on me knowing more information about these guilds. But I've I've made a, a very far trek from, from Cambria, because I can't... Sorry. Do you, do you happen to have anything? Well, um... 
we don't really carry that kind of thing here for the public to see, uh, especially for the public to see. Um, and he kind of like looks from side to side as if making sure that no one is listening. And he goes, You know, between you and me, if you are looking to hunt down some thieves and deal some justice, and if you are looking for a reward, I can give you the names of quite a few. Sure. I think that would also do just as well as the histories. And and uh, he just kind of like pulls out a large book and slides it across the table without with like looking around. And he goes, you, you didn't get this from me. Make sure to return it when you are done or it will be my head. Sure thing. And he will take it and just put it inside of his cloak. And he'll be like, um, and the other thing, anything about shadows? Oh, uh, now for, for the shadows type thing, uh, that is uh, quite broad. Is there anything you are looking for specifically, my friend? Uh, more narrow your query. Uh, so you, do you want to understand the history of sundials? Yeah. You're looking for parts look of... down and point. <laughs> I've seemed to misplace mine. That is some weird shit. <laughs> um, uh, perhaps you are looking for books on the shadow fell, shadow demons, maybe? Uh, Anything. That is, wow. Yeah, it's, it's I can I can send you to a section on the books from uh, about the shadow fell, perhaps. That may be a spot for you to start that. I have never seen anything like that before. I will I've seen a lot, but uh, you're right. Shh. Not that everyone else can see that, of course, but you know. Yes, I just don't want to make too much of a story. Of course, of course, of course. I, I am one of you, just like you. You be quiet about the book, yes. Yes. Um, uh, could you point me in the right direction? Y- yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. If you just go down that corridor, there is a spiral staircase that will take you up to the first tower, and then uh, if you go down the second hallway, you will find uh, a section on uh, Shadowfell Plain. And uh... Thank you. And he'll pop his hood back up and just start walking that way. Um, but before, before, you, before you go, he says... Just a, just a, uh, a note for you. I, I wouldn't tell anyone you are looking for those kinds of books, you know, because someone may probably kill you. I would also keep it to myself uh, that you are law enforcement, you know, or that you are whatever it is that you are doing, you know, because usually when those kinds of organizations catch wind, you know, again, they kill you. And, uh... You know. Thank you. And keep walking. All right. And as we get away from him, he's going to look back over to Esperis. He's like, I did it. I did very well. <laughs> I came up thinking, oh, I have to do something. And you were, you were on the run. I, I figured he would probably not want to, like, you know, question me because I felt pain. But I, you know, that's... Very, yes, that was yeah, a beautiful touch. If you if you don't want to talk about something, say that it causes your heart a lot of hurt. That was very good. Chapter three. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. 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 I got the book. Oh, get the book. 
<laughs> yes. All right. He's gonna keep walking. Uh, calm me back down. <laughs> Real happy. All right. You continue onward. Yeah. Do you all follow? I guess you're yeah. all following Ludin. Do y'all have any books yes. y'all want to look for? Um, I would actually. Uh, he gave you a. The books about, or was it a list? big long book i have a strong suspicion that this is the list of people who haven't given their library books back yet and that's why the letter of criminal <laughs> like find these criminals for me <laughs> but yeah um as we're walking ermir uh, would ask for that book and he's like already flipping through it as he's walking down the down the aisles yeah ludin would be like maybe not here Irmir. is anyone else in the library I mean, it's a library. It's a public place. <laughs> so yes, I mean, you can probably I mean, find like, a section if you go deep. With like, it's a it's a big library. So there are like, if you go yeah. deep enough, you know, you could probably I mean, like around find, us. Like, I'm sure there are people like studying or. I mean, it, books if or if you're looking to be in an area where there aren't people, you can just certainly be. Yes. All right. Um, you open the book and see it has a massive ledger of names. And you pan your finger down the first column of names, flipping the pages, seeing the book is nearly completely filled. Then you look at the second column labeled book title, and the third column labeled due back date. And then the last title, the last column, fees accrued. <laughs> Sorry for being right all the time. <laughs> He's he's flipping through the pages and he's looking all intensely as he's as he as he as he runs his finger down each page and then as the realization dawns on him he just kind of slams the book shut. Everybody's gonna burn this library down. <laughs> this is useless. I don't think that librarian. Nobody was talking about it all. <laughs> it's worth a try. And uh, Ludin will hold on to the book. Um, Why are you say, holding on to it? Just, this is it's nothing. We don't need this. Who knows? Might come in handy. At the very least, we'll know people that have, you know, fun. Overdue library books. <laughs> yeah. Is Imagine. You know, a slippery slope. First, you do not return the library book, and then you are joining secretive underground organizations oh yeah that's 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 how they recruit they find the real hard asses that haven't returned their <laughs> library books yet I, it's, maybe. guys i still have library books from lacambria he, he, he take he just takes the book and just shoves it on shoves it on one of the shelves he doesn't care if it's in the right spot or not yeah looted will we'll just take it and put it in his pack and just close it up and continue walking you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I cannot wait until three episodes or four episodes from now when I come up. It'll <laughs> 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 be 18 names oh. on the book. <laughs> it's going to be all these people. <laughs> like that's their initiation. They have to steal a book from steal the <laughs> So, um, uh, make, uh, make, uh, an investigation check to see how long it takes for you to find um, okay. the books that you're looking for. Sure can, can we be helping? Give him advantage? Sure, sure. All right. 
Right. Say, I am straight up not looking for the same books that he is looking for. Yeah, unless, unless, <laughs> I was about to say, unless you're looking for your own books. Are you yeah. looking for your own book, Brandon? Does Uramir know what Luden is looking for? Well, I mean, we were there. I heard him say, like, true crime and stuff. Shadows. So, I'm not helping him look for no shadow book, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, the true crime would have been 21, and there nobody helping for my shadow would have been in 18. <laughs> Okay. Um, so it would, that's a pretty good roll. It would probably take, if, uh, with some diligent searching, maybe like, maybe three hours, roughly, to find what oh. you were looking for. Um, and that was actually with, with the 21. Is that a 21? Uh, the 21 is for the uh, true crime. So the stuff Ermir and I were looking for. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, with the. Uh, with that, um, you do find some. You do find some books on the Shadowfell. You, uh, um, uh, you also find uh, some books on kind of like a a study of like shadow demons that you may uh, you may grab as well. I will take both of those and probably check them out whenever we leave. Okay. Um, with, uh, with the other one, um, you, uh, you search and you search and you search probably an extra two more, like two more hours of like search, like searching. Um, and you just, you don't, you don't find anything. You don't find anything. You don't find anything at all. And then you see like this kind of like tattered book on the, on the shelf. Like the spine looks to be hanging, um, and like you can see like the threads of linen where it would have been bound a little bit better, just kind of like sitting kind of askew on the side of the shelf. Uh, check that one out, Hermir. Hmm. Is that interesting enough for you? It can't hurt to look. Why don't you give it a look? We'll reach up and grab it. <clears throat> The dust off of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Does it go in his face? Did you on ass? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> thank you. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah thank, just, thank you. <laughs> um, you open the book and you kind of pan through the pages. Let me check your passive investigation here. You kind of flip through the pages a little bit. Um, oh yeah, you're good. And it takes it takes you a little, just a couple minutes or so as you're kind of figuring out. You see these weird words and everything, and you're kind of flipping back and forth, and you and you realize that it's someone's like handwritten manuscript on like possible what possibly looks like is an interpretation for thieves can't. Hmm. What'd you find? Looks to be like a like a cipher for thieves' cans. Like interesting. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to check D and D Beyond, but I think I can read thieves' can. We will see. But uh, for now, we'll just we'll uh, let's. You know, can you? <laughs> I will see. There's at no. least one party member who definitely can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> <up> <laughs> <row>. <laughs> Update: It's not Luden. 
Yeah, I was about to say, I think only rogues can read, thieves can't, and I'm pretty sure that Luden has absolutely no rogue in him. It's just true. Well, no, it was like, just I, some weird, I, I know it was one weird thing that I, I could read. I didn't I, know if it was thieves can't or not. Yeah, I don't, I was, I, I don't think thieves can't is a language that, like, you can, like, yeah. take or whatever, if that no, makes it sense. No, was, it was thieves' tools that I had, that's why. Uh, or yes. choose or whatever, yeah. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, okay, well, let's, uh, let's. Let's just take it back and maybe we can find out more about it, right? Yeah. At the very least, it'll, it might help us track down who it is we're looking for. Yeah. If we could speak their language. Awesome. Glad we could help. Give him a fist bump. Psh. <laughs> all, right. all right. In all seriousness, let's. Go ahead and head back, right? So, uh, Esperice and Finn, while they were doing all of that, um, I know you guys were apparently looking for other things. Yeah. I believe what I'm looking for would probably be near-ish where he was looking for shadow stuff, but... Mm -hmm. Finn and I, were you looking for anything specific? Oh, well... Initially, I just wanted to come here because there's a lot of books, but I figure I would check out their fiction section and maybe find a book on conjuration and maybe illusionary magic, too. Very nice. I, I will be um, just a section over when you're, when you're done. What are you looking for? Uh, general interests, fey sort of things, just for the what we are kind of working on. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Goodbye. I want to look up Levi, and I want to <laughs> look up his connection to the <laughs> All right. Um, so before I want to I... look up specifically Levi's connection to the Feywild, if he has any. Kind of like a history of Levi, maybe? Yeah. That would probably be like the, the easiest thing to find. That The other thing is very specific. So maybe like Hopefully a just for like a chapter about it in some book. Yeah. Is um, there a book called The History of Livy? <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh so you're looking for that. Before I make you roll for that, uh Finn, you were you're looking for like a just basic like books on magic, conjuration, I think was one of them I heard. Yeah, conjuration, illusionary magic, and uh the fiction section. <laughs> he just wants to like fiction sec. What smut novels? What? 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 Like I read um, more than smut. <laughs> what smut novels? But they're the but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Esperice, give me an investigation check. Right. And Finn, uh. you as well. While I pull something open here check if there's anything I can do to make myself good at it. No. Okay, cool. You could always just ask for help. No. Finn. <laughs> no, I don't nah. want to do That's that. Like <laughs> You're busy. An eight? Yeah, I'm real busy. Okay. Sure, um, that, that just means it takes you a really long time to find your book. Five hours, like us. Yeah, so it would probably take. A, I don't. Well, I don't know why it would take Esperice so long. You can tell us why it might take Esperice that long, but it does take roughly a good chunk of time um, to find your book. All right. 
there are a couple of reasons. I think the first one is that she does like a full lap of the library to look like she's not in the God section or wherever it is that she's going to find. That makes sense. (laughs) Uh, And then she gets a little bit lost finding her way back to the God section, but she doesn't want to ask an attendant because then she will have to say out loud that she is looking for a book on the V and she doesn't want to do that. And she finds her way over to that section and she's keeping an eye out because she feels really bad for going and researching these things instead of asking. She has a little anxious meltdown in the library and then she gets over it and then she finds her book. (laughs) (laughs) I love that so much. You do find a book um, uh, roughly... um... Uh, you you find you you kind of like are panning through and you see like a book on the masters of weave of, as a whole and then you see um there's another book called masquerade no more that is looks to be about v excellent i will nab that and start flipping through it see if there's I'm specifically looking for the yeah. Feywild, but if there's it anything be, like he kills babies or anything it, <laughs> that would be good for me to know. It would it, it would be like the it would be lore based and stuff, maybe um myths, you know, that like pe- what people think about Levi as a whole. Okay. Um just I mean, just flipping through I mean, you definitely get like there are things about the Fey. You I mean, you would have to read the whole book. Right. You would have to take the time to read the whole book. I'm assuming by the time I find this book, everyone is wrapping up. So they are. You roll. You rolled pretty low. You may have been able to get enough pages in to like get a better idea, but to like be able to read through some of it. But you did roll kind of rough. I rolled really poorly. I'll I'll tuck it away. I don't have. I'll say I brought a bag with me. I don't normally have a bag. I'll put it in the bag though. (laughs) You can certainly do that. Maybe for later. All right. Uh, Finn, with your role, uh, you do, you definitely, I mean, those, those are fairly, um, you find those fairly easily. You, you rolled pretty well, if I'm mistaken, I think it was like a 12, was it? Yeah, 12. Yeah. I mean, um, it still takes you a good bit of time because you're looking for a lot, a lot more, you know, amount of books, but you, um, you do find some books, uh, different books of con- conjuration and illusion and such. Yay, any fiction? Uh, fiction-wise... Um, yes, you find, <laughs> you find, uh, you find a few, I forget, what, what were we calling them? You find a book labeled The Wind in the Hair, The Wind in Her Hair. Okay. All you right. also find another book labeled... The Moving Mosaic. That sounds nice. And you also find another book as you as you're panning through. You, I mean, like I'm guessing, like you'll probably you can probably pick. I wanted to give you some options since this is kind of very vague. Um, yeah. Va- like you're just looking for fiction in general. You probably passed mm-hmm. through a couple different. Um, the other thing, uh, the other book you find is. Um, the language of spoons. <gasps> and uh, that looks to be a book about how, um, uh, the culture of carving spoons <clears throat> and handing it, giving them to people that you wish to court. I will definitely take that. One. <laughs> that is a le- that is a legit thing too. I think it's I think it's <laughs> Dutch. They would carve um, 
the it's men. It's not. Is is it not Dutch? I've never heard of it in my life. Okay, it is not. It is not. It is not. Like it is not it's not North hey, American. Chat, if y'all can figure it out, throw it in there. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Maybe just my dad didn't do it, and he's a super loser. <laughs> no, the Dutch for it's wa- it's, oh. it, it's Welsh. I'm sorry, yeah. it's Welsh. I apologize. <laughs> I think I just thought Dutch because, you know, wooden clogs or whatever. Um, weird Welsh facts. It's Welsh, but what they would do is they would carve spoons. They were called love spoons. So there's a book on love spoons. That is the most romantic thing I've ever heard of. I, I will shove that in my bag, too. I knew you would love that. <laughs> I knew you would love that. Finn. The basket weaver's tale. Love spoons. Oh my god. <laughs> He's definitely the type to pick his books by the cover. Like if it looks nice, I'll take it <laughs> And he'll shove them all in his bag and uh try to find Esperis. Right. You find Esperis jamming something to her bag. Hello, hi. Hi, did you find what you were looking for? The book on Faye? Yes, I looked around a little bit. It didn't have exactly what I was looking for. I picked up some light reading on God. Always have God on the mind, of course. Yeah. Did you find what you were looking for? Oh, yeah. I found more than enough. He's going to show her like his heavy bag. You can also borrow any of them that you want. Thank you. That's very nice. You're a... I knew that, of course. I know you're a big reader. I don't need to ask about it. Ludin and Ermir are right over there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's go find them. I didn't know they were big readers, though. No, I think they are... Uh, sorry. They are uh, They're looking for specific things to do with, with Ermir's father, of course. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. We are... Yes, we're doing that, definitely. Okay. <laughs> let's go find them. Finn and Esperis awkwardly walk back over to where oh, you Finn is fine. Esperis is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Finn's bag is really, really heavy. I don't think you have a bag of holding, Finn. You have a lot no. of books in there. What is your strength score? Um, It's pretty high. Okay. What is your strength <laughs> score again? <laughs> uh, 15. Okay, I feel like you're you're getting you're about reaching your limit at this point. Um, you're gonna need a bag of holding for any future book. I book do. His shoot. bag also has like sewn-on patches on the bottom and in the side. It's barely holding together. Yeah, <laughs> you, you all see like Finn's backpack is completely jammed full and falling apart, or on the verge of falling apart, like Danny said. It's very <laughs> dirty. Need, and do you need help carrying anything? Oh, no, I got it. Do you want to put your book in here, too? Uh, no, I, I've got it. It's fine. Luda's just thinking to himself, Finn has mending. Why doesn't he just mend his backpack? But he's not going to say that. <laughs> he's just going to He's just gonna be like, all right, is everyone ready to go? <laughs> yeah, did you find a book on, you know what we're looking for, right? I mean, you know what? Did you find a book on you know what? Yes, Finn. Yes, we found a book on you know what. Nice. Looks like uh, you found a lot of interesting books yourself there. Oh, yeah. Just a few to add to our personal library. Hmm. Careful not to be added to this book, and he'll take out <laughs> the other uh, the other book about the stealing of every other book and put it back in. Yeah, what about that? What do they do to you if they 
if apparently they, they sent cops after you. Mm, apparently nothing. It looks like half the sabers <laughs> on this list. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are we all ready to go? Yes. 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 So as we leave, before we leave, Luna's just, you know, gonna cast detect magic twice, just as they walk out, just to see if anything pings. Um, in the books that might be like interesting or whatever like that. And that'll be like just 20 minutes of walking. And if he doesn't feel anything. We're in a wizard library. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like there's probably going to be magic everywhere, especially on the ceiling with that koi fish. And I was looking for the the books, the books. But it's okay if everything is magical. There's Well, there's a lot of pings in here, I'm sure, like floating, um, you know, Magic powered lights and and all that good stuff and enchanted ceilings and and everything. Worth a shot. Nothing uh, out of the ordinary, I'll say. Dope, dope. Well, Lou's gonna head back to uh, the base with his shadow books in hand, uh, and he's gonna sit down and start reading whenever he gets there. Okay. Um. So a th- the thing about books, um, that I'm gonna start implementing. <laughs> <laughs> just so it gives me some time to like you know plan for you giving you information um we're gonna say that you can read 100 pages per plus one intelligence if you do nothing else all day long oh that's plus one intelligence i mean you can still read portions of it if that's not all you're doing you know so plus one plus one per your intelligence modifier yeah so if you have a plus two you can read 200 pages a day okay oh. okay does this that make sense? is such an unfair wait, okay, so wait. <laughs> at, at, at 10 intelligence, you can do 100. At 12 intelligence, you can do 200. Is that or is it right? plus zero? And at, at 8 intelligence... Because I'm at 12 with a plus 1. So, so you, Yeah, so with a plus 1, you can read 100 pages a day. Okay. Um, so at, a plus, at 10 intelligence, you read zero. Four, zero, you, zero wait, you, you, you would read like, a, like 50 pages a day. Oh, okay, okay. Then 25. Yeah, the kindergartner's reading level right now. <laughs> it's probably like an attention span thing. Like you read a couple and you're like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> or you uh, get bored with it or something, you know? Roughly how long does the book that Uramir found, how many pages does it look like it is? Ludenfeld. Ludenfeld. Okay, which, which, which book? Are, uh, the, Thieves, the Thieves Can't Book. The Thieves Can't Book? Um, it's, it's fairly thick. It's probably like 300 pages or so. So I've got a plus four. So I could read 400 pages in a day? Mm-hmm. You could read it in a day if awesome. that was all you were doing for that That's day. That's all I'm doing. So uh, it'll take me a full 24 hours to read this book? I would, um... Do you understand Thieves Can't? I can learn it. I'm just saying that's like step one, isn't it? <laughs> it take you a little bit longer than a day. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. It would take an entire an, an entire day. Like, there are a lot of people who like who who, are, who read very quickly, who can like read within like books within a day. Sweet. Okay, good to know. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that kind of as well. Um, I probably can't get through the whole thing. Iron is only a plus two intelligence, so but I'll still just be reading for the rest of the night. Okay, I. <clears throat> Stupid! I only have a plus one, you guys. How are you all so <laughs> smart? <laughs> I also many... have a plus one. <laughs> Idiot party! <laughs> right? How many pages long is the Levy book? 
Um, it, it's probably it's probably a beefier book since it's about a god and everything. It's probably like four hundred pages. Right, and it'll take me twenty four hours to read one hundred pages. <laughs> or is it like a long rest or something? It's it's like, like a long rest. Okay, okay. <laughs> like this okay. book is never. We can have a rest. book club. <laughs> So we'll get yeah, back where to, like... I just put a new dust jacket <laughs> on my book and go, don't ask what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> so are we getting back at like seven? Took five hours to find this stuff. Maybe an hour we'll, to get there. We'll okay. say it's per long rest. I think that will be easier on everyone. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what? Yeah. So like, what time is it when we return? Because it was like, sorry, was, what was that? We, we left. Was that the yeah, question we left you were at asking? One. Yeah, we left at one. It probably took like an hour to get there. I don't know because you know it's across the city. Yeah. Then it took us five hours to find everything, so it would have been like seven. And you, then you, you guys have probably yeah, it's probably about it's probably like it's probably like six or seven o'clock when six you guys get back. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Did and Samson do stuff while we were oh, away? Oh yes, being so huge nerds. <laughs> yes, yeah. I am done. Well, uh, so much yeah. Math. While <laughs> well that well that's happening. Prairie and Samson. What are y'all doing? Uh, we're back to the Vardo. Yeah, we're heading back to the Vardo. We're gonna go get whatever we need from the Vardo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Well, when we go there, um, I imagine we kind of open it up and kind of take stock, and Samson will go through and get like a bag, like pull it out from underneath and start helping Prearia gather whatever materials that she needs from all of this. Um, just kind of going through it and helping and, and grabbing everything. Um, I'll look up at all the library books that Finn has not returned. <laughs> They're still in the Bardo. <laughs> um, and um, I'll, <clears throat> I'll ask Prearia, um, so which one of these plants do you think is going to be actually helpful in this? Do you think you'll actually make any money with all this? Uh, more than is probably comfortable for a party. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. I don't intend to actually sell much, but I think this one and this one, she'll point out a few and, um, She'll ask him, how long, if we leave Vardo elsewhere, how how long do you think? I was thinking that tonight after we finished up at the, um, at the bars, after we finished our bar crawl, I was thinking I would just come over here and drive it out of the city and um, oh. yell and hike, hike my way on back. Um, I don't know how long we're going to be in the city. I don't think it's going to be easy to find Hush. I think we'll be here for weeks, perhaps. Uh, well, if no one will look after Vardo, um, eh, like she is very worried about all of the plants and like what will happen with those. Either we take like all of the plants, or like she writes out detailed care instructions for someone to care for the plants. Oh, I think we should keep them with us. Because they're in pots, right? Yeah, this one's in a pot, that one's in a pot. We don't have anything like 
tied to the water, though, right? There is, there is the plant. If you remember, you found growing growing on the ceiling. Oh. Uh. I mean, we can. How mm. transport plant? We just take ceiling. Well, we'll go convertible the whole way out. <laughs> take the take it out would be great. Hey, just, um, nail back on. She like summons her scythe. Like we can just nail it back on. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Payeska, we'll ride it over there. And we don't want to carry it the whole way. Um. Hey, yeah. Um. Speaking of time and all that fun stuff. Um. How are you dealing with them being over there and us being over here? Hmm. I suppose I'm not. It doesn't feel real, so it isn't. I mean, like, I know, but it's strange. Um, at least I, I have things to do. I will do those things. And I will feel about it when the time comes to feel about it. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. Go ahead. When Elrixus first banished me from the Feywild and I showed up in that forest just by over by Forkham, I kind of felt the same. I didn't... Really think, really thinking about it. Right? I had so many other things to figure out. Like I just found Volpa; she was a little pup, like couldn't even feed herself. So I had to figure out a way to feed her and to feed me. And it, a lot of it was about survival. You know, trying to figure out what it was like over here, where all these mortals are and stuff. People right around here, they just kill each other over bread because they don't have any respect for life. And for a while, I just kind of ignored. And I didn't really think about it because I didn't have to. But then I kind of obsessed over it. And it was the only thing I could think about. And I think I spent a week and a half or so just completely obsessed with this idea about how time moved there and how time moved here. I cried every night because I thought I was losing everything. And I figured... I learned that every day here is 42 minutes over there. 
That is very precise. Yup. Okay. You press the button. I'm very well educated. I'm just stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm stupid where it counts, but I can remember stuff that people don't want me to. I'm just boggling at all of you and your giant brains. (laughs) Um, They remember where the doorbell is. Oh my god. You bring you bring you you bring this massive Vardo right up to the wall of this place and like uh, and you just and just begin walking in and Henevy is just standing there like with her arms crossed like tapping her toes like sure just just but just bring in a massive Vardo into through the wall. Did 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 anyone see you? No, of course not. We need some help getting the roof off. You got that scythe? Oh my mm. God. ducks her head in as a little old man and holds out a stuff. <laughs> uh, Henevy just kind of like her shoulders just rise a little bit and you can see like she's a, she is a she is a fire genasi and her her skin gets very like redder and like you you you, f- you see this kind of like the waves of heat just kind of coming off of her skin and she's like Lessa take care of it and she just walks off. <laughs> I to drop, try and go cool down before she I, murders you. <laughs> I dropped the Cyprian disguise. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! It's just me, okay? Like, do you know? Did you know this guy before? Okay, I did not know you were Cyprian. Sorry, I forgot you were Cyprian. I'm guessing you would have dropped it when you came in. I'm sure. Was she was she there when you did it? Would she have known? No, <laughs> no. Nope. I'm I'm now assuming that she's in league with Cyprian. I fun. forgot that you were Cyprian. Strangers, just my, walking in the hideout. My kin. She's dead. still angry. She's just fuming. I I help Priori do everything that she needs to to get all the plants that we need to poison everyone in Sable. <laughs> all right, you begin you begin working on that. Priori will offer some to Hinevi as like a peace offering. Like, yeah, for later. Good use. <laughs> what is that? What kind of Wait, signal what? are you sending here? 
you know, you know no, you, no, you give it to somebody else. Thing. You give it to somebody else. I meant all for killing. This is good for you know maybe moving body from one place to other. If you, you know, we, we discuss later. We discuss later. Good for, good. <laughs> or many uses. Many uses. All right, so you guys begin prying the roof off. Was there anything else that you wanted to do? Um, you had you you, I I don't know if this would take a full like six hours like the other group. I mean, it could. These poisons get pretty intricate. <laughs> well, is yeah, there um, anything else that you guys wanted to do before you met up with the uh, the group once more? I don't know. I'm open. I'm gonna I'm gonna be available for Periari if if she wants to talk about anything, but that's it. Mostly just being around and being her friend while we do this. Two okay. buddies making poison together. Poisons. <laughs> I drew a craft to make it easier as they transition out. I don't know. <laughs> a Disney Channel montage with the freeze frame at the end. <laughs> she needs some of the flowers dried out, so she just like holds them out toward Hanafi. <laughs> In her general direction, like, <laughs> and I mean, he's just watching from afar, tapping her foot on the stone, like, <laughs> trying to, like, she's trying to contemplate how to assess the situation without losing her temper, essentially. Don't worry about it. We're going to be in laws. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You're going to love us because you have to. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> weird no like my door just like is my door open it just shut by itself i don't know there was a small person oh was that what it was it could be it's, a ghost a, it's it's the ghost of my son is moving it's, around oh no the ghost of oh, my son oh, yeah, like oh my I didn't mean it like that. It's like god. that movie, The Boy. He's just a small porcelain doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the doll. Oh jeez. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> you guys return to the hideout. <laughs> the, the hideout outpost. Right. Ludus, um, do the. If there, like if, you crashed the you crashed the car into the house, like dance that a dad does, like <laughs> as he sees the Vardo inside of the. He sees the Vardo inside, and he he's just trying not to look at him. And he's just like, why? If, if if it was like six or seven hours, we definitely wrapped up poison making and and transporting. And I absolutely went ahead to the bar and told Priori, I was like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and head out and see where the best places are. Um, tell them to meet me when they're done. I, I he definitely already went to the bar. <laughs> All right. Oh, she will relay this information to Luden as he um, gapes like a fish at the presence of the Vardo in the head of. Um, Samson, go to bar. He said, come find. <laughs> also, walk, so many poison in here. <laughs> I walk directly past the, the Vardo, stick it out, just, just completely ignoring Luden's freak out and everything. And uh, I'll pull out the book and... Uh, Walk straight up to Prayaria. Prayaria, um, Hi. I found something. Well, Luden found it. We found it actually at the okay. library, and I was hoping you could help me translate it. Okay. What yeah. is? 
Um, and he, he'll 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 flip he'll flip the book so that to uh, face the priority's direction and open it up and kind of flip through the pages faster than you can actually get to read anything. And he'll start talking about I think it's Thieves Camp, but I'm not really good at translating it yet. Okay. And maybe I was thinking if we could figure out exactly what it is that we're saying in here, we could it can help us track down the people that we're looking for because you know if they're thieves guilds, thieves guilds speak thieves camp, and you know it all kind of works together like that. All right, hold on. So she's gonna put her hand down on the book to stop him turning <laughs> it. Uh... Yes, is this kind um, a little different from from the kind I know? But I think I could. Hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Do you think? And at some point, do you think you could teach teach it to me? Oh, that. Um, so, Prayaria, as you're as you're like flipping through the book and you're reading like the translations and stuff, um, you read, uh, I'm trying, let me think of a phrase. You read something along, like you begin reading the phrases and like what they're trans, what, what the book says the translations are and like what words translate to what. And you see like, um, you see like tavern translate to, translates to pineapple which you know is incorrect. <laughs> and then you flip oh. a couple more pages and you read like another like translation that says um, it's behind the rock. And it, and it says, don't play with the geriman- gerrymandering. It's quite confusing. Um, but it is it's- a full-fledged language <laughs> that could be learned of an incorrect form of thieves can. <laughs> Maybe. Which you could definitely <laughs> prank Ermir if you wanted. It's very, it's a, looks like it's very old. I bet someone, I bet it was written by someone very smart to have every, every phrase and every word in here. Um, it was written certainly, um, maybe later. Um, it, it takes long, long time, lot of, um, I am hardly a teacher. Um, it would, you know, lesson plans and, and things. Um, let me just see that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I guess study it at your leisure. Um, if you find anything interesting, just let me know. Of course. Thank you. And um, where are the others? Um, They were... Right oh, I'm also here. <laughs> <laughs> they right behind me. <laughs> yeah, they right oh, behind me. Chilling. I swear. <laughs> she turns around to Cassius and there's like, oh my god. Finn <laughs> <laughs> went in to go dump all the books on his bed and he came back. Uh, Esperis, if she's not stopped, is going to make her way over to, to Hennevi. But that doesn't have to start right this second. Okay. Well, it looks like it might start right this second. Sure, okay. <laughs> I don't know if other people had things they wanted to do. Yeah, Esperice is just going to uh, approach her, see that she looks very irritated. And, uh, I, I don't know if I properly introduced myself earlier. Uh, my name is Esperice Antia. I am a friend of Ludens. <sighs> she just kind of like takes a deep breath as she tries to like channel, you know, serenity. <laughs> She looks at you and she goes, 
It's nice to meet you, Esperis. I'm sorry, your friends just waltzed the Vardo in here, and they're 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 Vardo, and and I. That's a very very large. It is. <laughs> and and you know which this place is supposed to be. We've there's a lot of coming and goings. They are. They can be like this. If you would like, I can speak to them. I, I very much appreciate all of your patience and um, hospitality in letting us stay here for this time. It is very much appreciated. Make a persuasion check. Okay, we'll do. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Okay. She just kind of like. You're welcome. Just if if just if you mind passing it forward to your friends, because I I do realize that it coming from a stranger like myself or any of the other sparrowhawks that it it's a little against the grain. It would mean a lot if you would address it. I'm sure they would. I absolutely understand. We do understand discretion, and and I, I apologize if we had any way made you feel at risk. I know Ferluden very much has such respect for you and what you are doing here, and we do want to make the best possible impression as it is. Thank you. Just more, if more discretion could be utilized, that would be that would go a lot of that would go a lot of a long way. Of course. Thank you very much for your time, Envy. She just kind of like continues to take deep breaths as she kind of like smolders back down. That's all I wanted to say to her. She does look. She 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 does look. She does look less angry. I will put the shorthand of that. I've just put my hand on Luden's shoulder of just and now calm down. <laughs> looking out over the the caravan. Like why? They said out. This is in. This is in Esperis. This is in. <laughs> no, it's very confusing. Uh, yes, everything is all right. Though we will work out something. I'm sure they have a plan for it. I will discuss it with the matron. Everything okay. is okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah, everything's okay. 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 And he'll just okay all the way to his bed. Okay. Okay, then close the the little <laughs> curtain. curtain. <laughs> you still hear it in there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, are the rest of you going to the bar? I'm guessing for rumor listening? Yes. Yes. I'm going to do some light oh. reading. I will, I will see you all in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Priyari will also get to work on her, on her homework assignment. Yes. Which Trying is- Trying to decipher this weird book. Decipher <laughs> the weird book. Like, she's second-guessing her whole knowledge of Thieves' Can. Like, I, like, I understand that there are, like, like, there are dialects, there are different types, but I- What is this? <laughs> Luden is reading his shadow book, and hopefully we'll find out more about his shadow. <laughs> All right, so uh, so the rest of you make your way to the inn, or you're yeah you're yeah the rest of you make your way to the strands of saffron inn where Samson already is currently. Mm-hmm. 
You yep. enter and you, I'm guessing, what do they see, Samson? Um, well, they see the inn. Hopefully it's raucous. It is. As in... There's a lot of people. Uh, so many, many people. Um, all of you would uh, see a rather large, like six foot five, probably close to 400 pound man. Like a like a, a a beast of a person with a huge rotund belly, um, boisterously talking or making his way around the tavern, talking to people, and uh, he's got like a, a a thick salt and pepper beard, bald head, not his choice, just completely bald, and just going around and and huge ale mug in hand. Going around and talking to everybody and having a good time. When uh, when you, I guess it's Finn and Uri, that's it. When you walk in, um, he raises a glass and says, Oi, and there they are now. Excuse me, fellas. And makes his way over to where you, t- where you two are. Um, I was going to say, before, before we got there, I'd like to disguise myself, if possible. Sure. I don't want to come out as Uramir. All right, yeah, so I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself. And um, I now look like a like an elf. Um, instead of uh, my ears are long and pointy. Uh, I've got green eyes, straight black hair, um, a gray shirt, gray pants, gray boots, uh, a dark green cloak, and a vest. Aw, hurry. I like the elf ears. They look really convincing. Should I be dressing into something else too? Well, I don't think anyone here wants to kill you yet, so you might be good. Are you sure? No, do it, do it, do it. I mean... <laughs> are, are you and Samson both using Disguise Self? Well, I am. Yeah. Okay. How long does that last? In- um, I can do it. Like indefinitely. Oh, okay. Because I can keep doing it with my uh, my fun stuff. Okay. I, mean, I can do it at will without expending a spell slot. Nice. Mine says it lasts an hour, but okay. I've got a couple of slots. So okay. And is it verbal somatic? It. Um. It yeah. All right. So when you go to recast it or a mirror, how do you do you do that stealthily? Of course. How do you do that exactly? Um, like, now Just so big, I know. <laughs> now with the big verbal, is that like something I can cast like under the table and nobody knows because the spell no. just kind of resets? Okay, mm-hmm. well then I will be making frequent trips to the bathroom. To, uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> to honestly, same. To the loo. Yeah. <laughs> but for so a different reason. <laughs> yeah. No, I've got, I've, I've, I've got a, I'm an artificer. I've got a bag full of tools. Okay. I'm sure I've got a pocket watch that I can set to about an hour. And that's an iPhone alarm for disguise stuff. But your your pocket watch is like a little like beetle wings that you gotta twist or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they like it doesn't make any noise, but they kind of just beep back and forth and it vibrates in my pocket. It's a beeper. It's a beeper. Exactly. So I'll know. Like so, it goes off like five minutes before I have to recast the spell. So I will just simply excuse myself from the table, run run to the loo, 
and do what I got to do to recast. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I have the I have the same restrictions, so I'll be doing that as well. So you'll go you'll go together, and the and the no no I'm on a different <laughs> we're on opposite side we're on opposite ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so Finn walked in with Uramir, but then Uramir went to the bathroom and came out <laughs> exactly. somebody else. And I came out of somebody else, yes. So he's probably very confused. <laughs> I don't think he would catch As on that. I, I call over to the bartender and I say, Amos, we'll take three more of these at my table. Oi! <laughs> and he begins filling drinks. <laughs> I go over and put a hand on Finn's shoulder. Welcome, I'm glad you all made it out. And I wink at him. Oh, it's you. I, I mean, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, good to see you, old friend. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, should we speak? I've, I've got a little bit of a small story to tell. I've let you know what's, what kind of I've got going on. Yes, of course. Once our, once our drinks arrive. Mm. All right. So you guys sure. all take a seat. I will escort them to my table. Um, and you are brought back a very, um, a very dry ale. Very, uh, very hoppy, but in a, like, yeah. very hoppy and, like, kind of like an IPA. Um, but, like, it, you almost, it's, it's almost like it goes from cold to very warm very quickly when it, like, hits your tongue. And, like, it has, like, this kind of, like, dry sagebrush um, smokiness to it. You guys didn't say this was part of the plan. I want to do that too. You should have told me that we were like coming in as not us. I mean, can you, you could still do this, right? If you want to switch out. Well, I've never done it before, but I could go try. I'll be right back. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, 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 make sure you, oh, oh, this is actually really important for the plan that I kind of got out. Make sure you do something regal and, and noble, okay? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Finn will go into the bathroom and uh, close the stall and he's going to be like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can do this. All right. I'll start touching his ears and like moving them down, trying to round them out. <laughs> He's going to take his hair and like sweep it over or his hands and sweep them over his hair so that it turns like a dark brown. He's going to braid it up real quick and he is going to essentially turn himself into a female human. Um, with He's going to try and change his clothes too into like regal, a regal dress basically, a noble woman's dress. He's going to be like, okay, I haven't really, it's kind of like a robe. All right. He'll he'll walk out. All proud. <laughs> you see Finn Your gracefully majesty. walking across. <laughs> and then Finn, you get some looks. You do get some looks from like from it. a variety of individuals. They like my trick too. <laughs> you look lovely, milady. Oh, thank you, uh, sir. Good sir. Mm -hmm. Oh, they've been calling me um, Darian, Mr. Darian. Mr. Darian, mm -hmm. okay. So that's what I've been going by. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, all right. This, so, have I learned anything so far? I've been here for like an hour. Oh, and a half you've, um, yeah. So around. you've, you've heard. Well, I'll go ahead and give you one of the rumors. I can give you one rumor. 
You overheard that Queen Anitha has rescinded her name from the claim for Lacambria. Her son, Resh, is allegedly furious with her, and that doesn't leave much left. Digbrand and Eldergard are vying for power now. Her claim to the throne? Her claim, um, like, she's rescinded, like, because so many different, um, so many different, uh, Oh my god, I can't even think of the word right now. World nations? Factions? Factions, I guess, yeah. We're, um, so many different nations were vying for power over oh, Lacambria. Like over all, all over Lacambria and Aurora. Over Lacambria in Aurora, yes. Because okay. of what had happened. And um, Anitha has basically backed out and let is, is letting Eldergard and Digbrand squabble over it at this point. Okay. All right. So I haven't heard anything important yet. Um, not to this point. So I, w- I wanted to give you. I want to give. You, we we need to get on the same page about a couple of things because now is our chance to to really set some stuff in and kind of throw some lures out while we're getting these rumors in. Okay. Um. All right. So here's the plan. What we're gonna do is we're gonna try to figure out as many everything that we can about what's going on in the city, and then. Also, we want to put out our uh, our bait, our our our, our bait as a, as a group to make see if people come to us. You know what I'm saying? Um, so this is kind of what I've got going on. Um, all right, you said your dad was um, he he's like an inventor, right? Like, what is his, what is his specialty? What does he do? Um, well, he was uh, quite gifted in robotics, making making little uh making little things that made life easier you know um okay like like um like umber like he makes things like umber yeah but anybody could use them right i mean yeah okay what do you think then can we use that I, well, it's pretty special, right? I mean, we could talk about, we could ask if anyone's seen anything with a robot or something flying. Mm. Mm. Well, what about this? What about this? What if, um, uh, you, you look, you look kind of regal, right? So it's all part so. of the plan. Yeah, you look great. Uh, lovely, in fact. So what if, what if we had this plan that like, your dad, right, like a Lacambrian lord, was looking to make some sort of factory and sell, you know, these umber-like creatures, you know, and um, that he was willing to pay good money for people who could help with the factory, you know, and all that fun stuff. What do you think about that? So, Lacambrian lord father pays good money for robots. I think I can do yeah. that. Yeah, or people who can make robots. What do you think? Or really any kind of artificer, right? All right? I mean, yeah, I think that might work. Cool. But what if there's somebody else who can make really good robots? <laughs> then we'll... Cambria. I mean, oh, we're looking for people here in Sable. All right. Um, I t- he takes a large swig of his drink. Yeah, I mean, if we're looking for anyone that knows artificing and how it works, and if we're paying enough money, like, let's say, like, 10 gold pieces for someone who knows an artificer and can bring us their name, because we need to have these people, right? 
who can work in this factory. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just need some money. Okay, I give Finn a hundred gold. Any of that, yeah. <laughs> That's so much. Okay, I didn't yeah, really put pockets with this thing. Um, you didn't put pockets on your dress? <laughs> oh no, I didn't I'll, think of it. Oh my god! I'll give I'll give Finn my bag of holding to put out the money. Oh, thanks. I'll just dump it in. There. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, we we do need to get on the same page about a couple things. Um, Finn, what's your name? Uh, Lanny. Lanny. Last Annie. name? <laughs> um, Regalia. Regalia. Love it. Um, so, Lord Regalia. Um, let's see. Uh, Finn, what's your dad like? Is he, is he a boisterous man? He's a loud man? Like, what, what's his whole deal? That way we can... Like um, we just want to make sure we're all on the same page. So what's your what's your actual dad like? Uh you mean Lanny's dad, right? I mean, I was thinking just we could probably just use your dad as an example. That way it's, it feels true and feels real, you know? Like what's your dad like? Uh, it can't be Ur's dad. Arlen, he's uh, he's Our, kind of loud, and he's really kind of, well, I guess, rough, and he likes to fight. That doesn't really that doesn't really sound like a noble, though. I mean, my dad's not a, well, my, Arlen's not a, it's fine, it's fine. Let's just make this up. Let's just make this up. No. Um, um, Wait, what? Oh, okay. Arlen? No, no, His no. His name's Arlen? Uh, no. <laughs> Lanny's dad is is loud and also friendly very friendly and fun and he likes to party and he's very rich and he um pays his workers very well too and gives them lots of benefits strong good benefits okay so pays well pays well yeah likes to party likes to party Mm. likes Mm. to party yeah because i mean nobles do right yeah yeah friendly what's he look like uh, he's, um, he's tall and he's got a, a white beard and, uh, he's, a, um, white hair. White beard, white hair. Yeah. All right. So it's Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> sure. Whatever that is. All right, cool. All right. So his name's Arlen Regolia. That's the Lord we're working for. We don't have to use his name. We could use like, his name's actually Peter. Peter. Regalia. Peter Peter Regalia. Yeah, not Arlen. Peter. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Peter. Is my dad. Lanny's dad. Mm -hmm. Lanny's dad. So you're Lanny. Mm -hmm. Lanny. So Lanny, you're 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 the you you are um Peter's daughter, and you're here to help kind of find some of these people and get a sense of the city and if they have the kind of workforce that we can use to support this adventure. And then your your father's Peter, he's loud, friendly, and rich, likes to pay well. Those mm-hmm. are kind of our talking points um, to kind of get informed from these people. And we're letting them know that um, we're looking for artificers and anyone who has a skill with machines and they can come meet us where? Uh, here? Here. We'll be here every night. That's right. Here at the spa. 
Okay. Does that what do you think? Or... Does that sound good, Uri? I mean... Yeah. I like this plan. I like it. Oh, and... No, my name's not Ermi. It's Aurelius. 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 Okay. Aurelius. Or Aurelius, Lanny, Darian. 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 Oh, and Amos is the bartender. We have a tab. You can just put it under my name. Um, buy drinks for whoever you need to to get more information out of. Amazing. All right. So before we begin um, this <laughs> spanning out into the tavern and uh, pretending to be these characters that your characters have made, <laughs> uh, we're going to take our quick break and we'll be right back. So we'll see you all in just a little bit. All right. See you in a little bit. And we're back. All right. So we are going to jump back in as our uh, tricksters here, Samson, Ermir, and Finali, have changed their appearance in order to mingle with the local strands of saffron in patrons, in order to attempt to grab some rumors, which they will. But who will they get these rumors from? And what will these rumors be? That is the real question. You all kind of like break <laughs> and you see a variety of individuals you see a woman with uh, red hair freckles she's she looks to be um, quite inebriated you see a group of uh, very much younger guys they're kind of like playing you know playing some drinking games together you uh, you see like a variety like some um, some uh, some women over by the the like sitting at the bar um, and they're kind of like sharing a, a hookah pipe together. I want to go to the guys playing drinking games. Okay. Uh, you can go first then, my friend. You wander Sweet. over to the guys, <clears throat> the, the the young frat boys, essentially, <laughs> playing drinking games. No, no, no. No? Urmir would wander. Aurelius strides over, <laughs> looking as important as ever. Got his chest all puffed out, his straight black hair kind of kind of waving in the wind as he, he walks, looking down through his nostrils at everyone in this tacky looking bar <laughs> as he as he strides over to them, almost gliding as he as, as he approaches. And he and he will say, <clears throat> Good evening, gentlemen. One of them just kind of is like, hey. <laughs> you got some some shiny shoes. <laughs> well, yes. Thank you for noticing. It appeared that you all are playing um a couple of drinking games. He just like takes his beer and just immediately starts chugging it, and they're like chug, 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 <laughs> and then he just slams it down and goes. Does that answer your question? Ah, uh, yes, I, I figured as such you you all could probably uh, drink me under the table. However, have you ever gotten to play with, play your games with some of the good stuff? And I'll just flash a couple of gold pieces at them. And then with a little bit of oh, flair. Ooh, are we making some bets on the drinking game now? Hmm. 
Well, that's mighty interesting, stranger. What did you say your name was again? Ah, uh, you can address me as uh, Master Aurelius. Oh, Riri Aurelius. Aurelius. Well, all right, Aurelius. Well, take a seat. He'll, I'll, he'll, uh, he'll pull the chair out and and have a seat. He'll kind of whip his cloak over to the side as, as he sits down. He's like, you know, for a man who shines them shiny coins out in between your fingers, you seem like the type who's accustomed to buying rounds of ale for your fellow man. Well, of course, and he'll wave down the bartender. He'll be like, um, let's get a round of, let's get a round of the good stuff for the table. None of this, mm. none of this cheap ale for the rest of the commoners here. I'm starting to like you, Aurelius. And what might I call you? I am Jordan. Jordan. Well, well met, Jordan. If you, um, so what does a man of your stature uh, do for a living here in Sable? You, um, you begin speaking with him and his friends to get to know him as you guys like drink and drink and drink. And, uh, and he, you know, he tells you, uh, to kind of, like, go through this, he tells you, like, you know, his, his father, like, my, like, mined, um, you know, below the city, um, for some precious gems. Uh, he also, like, his father also, like, helps work on, like, the bridges between all the, like, the locations from within the city, like, he manages the bridges and, like, the upkeep and, you know, checks the structural integrity of everything. It's so boring and... <laughs> At one point, he starts, like, telling you about, like, rocks. And, like, he starts talking about the rock formations of the bridges. So I want you to make... At this point, I want you to make a persuasion check for the com- for the conversation and how long it takes. A persuasion check? Can I make a deception check instead? Are you... I... I you're trying to pursue... You're essentially trying to become friends with these guys in order for them to get comfortable with you enough. Um, yes. I, th- I, I, I can I can deceive him into thinking that I am all about this uh, this rock talk and, and the geographical formations. You know what? You make a very stuff. good argument. I'll let you have that. Awesome. That's a very um, you make a very good argument for that. No, what are you shaking your head, Daniel? <laughs> it's gonna be an eighteen on deception. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just all in. I'm just all into his conversation, just like leaning in, taking another sip, as 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 he's talking about just rocks, rocks. Yeah, like fascinating, truly fascinating. I'm just imagining Bert from The Big Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a, that's essentially that's essentially what what it is. Um, just fast. Wow. Wow. And at wow. one point, um, you guys get comfortable enough throughout the evening that um, because he is with his friends and he kind of leans back and he goes, you know, my friend, Keth, and like his friends are like, oh, yeah, yeah, Keth. Yeah. So well, you, you haven't heard from him in a while. Do you say anything to that? <laughs> Off first bat? Oh, well, um. What Keth, you haven't mentioned him yet. Why is he out here? Why is he here with you? He's not one of your good friends, I'm guessing. And he goes, Oh no, he's a great guy. Oh, yes. 
His mother just died. Oh. Poor guy. Tragedy. You know, but his mother, his mother left him a bag of sweet mesa in her, in her, in, in her, uh, 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 her, her will. And uh, it turns out, he, when he went to collect the items left to him from the treasury, it was gone. Can you believe it? Or gone. They've been taken. He'd been robbed. Who would do such a thing? Yes, robbed. He's like he looks like he's like trying to like think is is that the correct word because the alcohol is slowing down his brain. <laughs> <laughs> and it's taking him like there's like a reaction, like timeout. <laughs> I'll take I'll take another like small sip of my drink and I say um. Got Jordan, don't 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 leave me to drink alone here. That he just like I'm gonna need some more, Mister Goldfingers. Like that's like the nickname <laughs> you've obtained the, the for the evening. Goldfingers, <laughs> I like it. And uh, yeah, I will um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll uh, call for another round. All right, and that is the rumor that you learn, my friend. Alrighty. Uh, Danny or Samson, who would like to go next? else was it was the ladies at the bar right and then the red-headed lady yeah there's a red-headed lady with freckles there's uh we'll say there's like a, a guy wallflower um who's just kind of like twiddling his fingers up against the wall i'll go um, up to him okay. <laughs> he seems sneaky or <laughs> quiet um so you you go up to the 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 wallflower guy mm-hmm and he goes, Hello. Um, he just uh, like, My name is La Lani. Yes, Lani Regalia. I, um, I me, uh, yes, me, of course, yes, um, I am. Very slow at talking, I can see. He's just like so enamored with <laughs> with like you're like the most like the beautiful most beautiful girl who's walked up to him this evening, and like he's you know he's like the wallflower who's like nobody wants to dance me kind of person. <laughs> yeah, and, why don't I buy a drink for both of us and we can sit down right over here at this table instead of standing against the wall? Of course, yes, uh, yes, um, yes, yes, what, yes. What did you say your name was? Oh, I am. Mark. Mark. Oh, okay. Mark, yes. So, Mark, I I, I uh, just got into town and I um, don't know the city very well. The city of Sable, that is. That's where we are, right? Yes. Yes, this is Sa this is Sable. Mm -hmm. and he starts my, to sweat. <laughs> my, my father, who, who is named Peter Regalia, he sent me here to find an amazing artificer for the factory we're building. A factory that builds robots. Very, very advanced robots. I'm sorry, what's a robot? <laughs> it's like... Uh, <laughs> it's like... And he starts looking around, trying to like... It's like... A, it looks almost like a metal... 
a bucket and it has wings and they fly around and they stab things and sometimes they carry things too. And your your father is trying to build them here? Well, my father has a factory in Lacambria and needs an artificer to work there. And he heard that oh, there were- Oh, that's so sad. He must have died. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh, no, he's still very much alive, actually. I know oh, there's a lot of people I'm... who died in Lacambria, but he wasn't one of them, thankfully. No, I, I meant the artificer. That's why you're getting a replacement, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, of course, yes. Um, Lots of people died in Lacambria, and, it, and yes, uh, the artificer was one of them. Our artificer, so we just have to replace him. You know how it is. Right. <laughs> You know, so, we just replace people when they die, of course. He looks a little bit sad <laughs> by that. I mean, yes, well, nobody the, the, would remember them if they died, would they? <laughs> I, I mean, his eyes glistens with the ghost of his past. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, we remember him, but we do need a new one to fill the spot. Preferably an amazing artificer, maybe with horns. Because our last one had horns and, uh, uh, you know, it would be a nice reminder. Like a memorial. Sort of. <laughs> he just gives you this look. And he's like... <laughs> Hold on, let me roll an intelligence check for him real quick. Because this could be, this might go a very interesting way here for a second. If he would think this. No, he, it's a natural one. <laughs> I believe we picked the stupid one in the box. <laughs> he's, he's just dumb. And he believes every word. <laughs> Um, sentimental one <laughs> and he well he's trying to figure out why you would want somebody specifically with horns and he goes um I don't oh, think he that's calls a, over some drinks that's, <laughs> that's really specific hmm. oh <laughs> and he's just like hmm, okay like that nothing weird about that okay uh, <laughs> yes well <laughs> as i said our last artificer had horns and well do you know of any very smart very capable artificers here in sable Maybe no, hopefully. No, not for me. Not maybe. really. For me. <laughs> well, make a persuasion check for the entirety of this conversation for me, please. <laughs> oh no. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, nine. Okay. okay, so it takes you a little while to like. Th there's a lot of awkward back and forth banter between you and Mark. I hate that I named him Mark. Um, because <laughs> I have someone else named Marcus. <laughs> later I'll change his name um so you have this kind of like back and forth banter with him for a while and it's kind of awkward and like like you're you know you're 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 not used to pretending to be someone else <laughs> so you, uh, uh it takes a while but eventually um you the topic of Lacambria comes up again and how a whole bunch of people died and everything he goes <sighs> taking a drink you know um I heard the craziest thing the other day that one of the queens, you know, speaking of death and, and everything, and this is a different kind of death because, you know, that was, that wasn't like on purpose. This is, this one sounds more on purpose, but you know, I heard that one of the queen's handmaidens is actually causing trouble for everyone by murdering people from, you know, to, to start like an, an investigation romantic drama. Really? That's really interesting. What else do you know about it? No, that's about it. I d but do you oh. wonder what kind of drama the handmaiden is trying to come like to like what kind of romantic drama exactly? Maybe like 
you know, like a love triangle. Ooh, do you think she's in love with the king? Ben <laughs> starts going off like, well, well, that would be really weird, you know, because, you know, the, the king is, you know, dead. Oh, yeah, that's right. Of course I knew that. <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, being regal, noble myself, it's just so hard to remember things about other families and people. You know how it goes. That goes back, like, it, the, the awkward, like, it, go, it gets awkward once more <laughs> again. <laughs> as it's just like, like, he's just kind of, he kind of looks his, at his clothes as you say that, like, are my clothes nice enough? Like, I, <laughs> I'm so confused. Can I am I, unworthy. <laughs> tell you what, Mark. Uh, <laughs> I will be back here tomorrow night and if you hear anything if you can even get me a scrap of information of a good artificer in town i will owe you something something good with his nat one he's just like really Mm-hmm. yes maybe like a drink or five drinks or maybe we could go you know i i i actually live local here but i'll just i'll just get a room and i'll just i'll just wait you know yes but make sure to go outside so you can listen in and see if there's you know if you hear anything right don't just wait here that makes that makes sense too yes of course that is your rumor Which uh, leaves us to Samson, who we'll, who we'll get to. Oh, it's me now? Yes, you're the last. Okay, so there was a redhead, and then there were some ladies? Is that like what it a, was? Like a group of ladies. We'll say bachelorette ladies. Do they like look the, like they're having far too good a time? You know what? No, they're not bachelorette ladies, because they're just kind of like chilling, like smoking on a hookah pipe. I go talk to them. They're just kind of mellow, like. Is, is how many? How many of them? There's just are there? two. There's just two. Just two ladies. I go up to the ladies. And they just kind of like look at you and go, "Well, good evening, sir. Is there something we can do for you?" Absolutely. Um, I haven't seen anyone in this establishment with the fine taste that you have. Would you mind uh, sharing a smoke with an old man like myself? It's been so long for me. I don't see why not. And they kind of like scoot over. Why? Thank you. Why am uh, I'm Darius, Master Darius? Um, who, who might you mail be? Hate. I, I take the hookah. <sighs> this is Cassidy, and I am Vilia. It's a pleasure to meet you, too. How's Sable been treating you? Y'all from here? Well, I am, but Cassidy is not. Oh, where are you from? Cassidy's just like, you know, I, um, I'm actually from up north. Like Aurora North, like New Reeds or uh, yep. that far? Ah, impressive. Close to them. Not, not quite close enough to the mountain range, but fairly close. Hmm. Must be a slight change in the weather. Oh, it definitely is. It is quite dry, and I... uh, It's very hot, but thank... Thank the the masters that uh, we're, you know, below ground and not above in that godforsaken weather. Isn't it the absolute fucking worst? It really is. It really is. I'm visiting visiting as well, you know. I've got um, 
I'm sitting here on my lord's doing, he's looking to um, employ some artificers from the city for a factory he's possibly establishing here. So I've been meeting with a whole bunch of engineering types and all these mathematicians. And it's so incredibly boring. Have any of you heard any good stories? All there's about numbers and building stuff. And that's just the absolute worst. But I could use a good story. Have you heard one? Uh, make a persuasion check for me to see how this conversation goes to get to your rumors. Sure. All right. Persuasion. That is a 19. Okay. So, um, they're pretty chill and, uh, they, you know, the conversation runs rather smoothly and, uh, and, and, uh, Vilia is just kind of like, at some point during the conversation, she goes, or, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, not Vilia. Cassidy kind of looks over and uh, she goes, you know, I did, I did hear there's apparently some sort of mysterious woman in an old-fashioned scarlet cloak that just breaks into song and dances randomly to distract people in the Shimmering Bazaar. And Vilia's just like, it's, no, no. Do you listen to everything that you hear? I mean, really. Or you said a scarlet cloak. That seems kind of boisterous. I mean, if you're going to dance in the middle of the shimmering bazaar, of course. I mean, have you all seen it yourselves? No, of course not. Hmm. That's absolutely bullshit. I don't know why would anyone try and do that. It seems crazy. I feel I feel like we're more low-key, kind of relaxing sort of people. I'm just having a good old time with all of you. You two have been lovely company. Yes. Well, you do You do hear one more rumor, though, Daniel. Well, I'm getting there. Okay. I was going to ask. I was going to say, um, you two have been lovely company. I'm sure you have all kinds of men here in the Sable coming and getting your attention. Have you, any of you seen um, any of these artificer types? Anyone who might be of interest or um, that sort of thing or anything else going on? Artificer? No. I haven't heard about any mm. artificer, but... I, I, the only other thing that I have heard is apparently there's a local priest from the Temple of Remblace. He commissioned several murals of trolls being taught calligraphy. But then again, I heard it from a kobold with a very violent temper. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? Calligraphy? Yes. What is this acolyte of Remblace doing? What's he doing? <laughs> What you you saw in a kobold? What did you, what did you mean to kobold? I don't even believe that, Cassidy. <laughs> um, Cassidy just goes. Oh, I heard it too. Apparently, you know, he commi- he commissioned these murals. You know, trolls being taught calligraphy because he he you know he wants to kind of uh, help them since they're you know not quite as educated apparently. Are there trolls in this area? Yeah, it's a good question, is there? I know! That's why it's <laughs> such an absurd rumour. Well, you know, perhaps perhaps it is a goal of his to, you know, help teach the, mis- the unfortunate. Hmm. Perhaps. Or I just, I want to thank you all both for letting me use your, your, your hookah pipe this evening. It's been a been good for my soul. It's been so long since I had such a thing. I, I imagine I won't be the last gentlemanly caller to come over and speak to you. 
But so if you see anyone who comes over who's got a head for dumbbells and is a bit of an artificer type or, uh, you know, anyone who knows anyone like that, let them know that we'll be here. Uh, myself and I point out Lanny and Aurelius. And, um, <laughs> you know, if you see any of us around and you got any more names of people who know a thing or two about a thing or two, um, send them our way because we do need some good people and we're, we're paying well. Um, I mean, 10 gold pieces for a good referral for someone who knows a thing or two about building robots. We'll keep our ears to the ground. Well, it's good meeting you both. I'll step away. All right. You've received your rumors. I go back and sit at the table and wait. The rest of you eventually adjourn back together? Yes. You adjourn? You you run back and do each other? Mm-hmm. Don't find anything good. Well, um, apparently Nothing. in Cambria, the Queen's Handmaiden is murdering people. Uh, but Mark said he'd keep an eye out for any horned artificers for me. A little on nose, but I get it. I mean, there might be other types of artificers. We just want to get the most specific one possible, right? Yep. Aurelius? Yes, um... Nothing too... immediately useful. Um, uh, there's, this, there's a man named uh, Keth. Keth? Um, whose mother just died, and um, and when he went to collect the items that were left to him from a will, they were all gone. Now, from what I understand, the some of the contents of this will was um, Sweet Mesa. And I think I've heard of that before. Have I heard of Sweet Mesa before? I mean, yeah. It's it's very expensive. Well, I think that's something that's it's actually more Esperisa's mindset. We might be able to ask her about it. Is it like so, a food? It's like a powder. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's a psychedelic, I think. You know what it is, Samson. Um does, does... I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Hmm. It's um, psychedelic, I think. W- would Iramir know what Sweet Mesa is? Like uh, its effects and all that stuff? Are you proficient in history? Am I proficient in history? You know that I'm not. I'm proficient in history, not so, set. <laughs> I don't think you are. Um, you don't. No. You don't. So you, would, you wouldn't know what it was. However. It's a psychedelic. Yeah, I was going to say, I it's do a know psychedelic. that... Um, because I had it in my notes. Uh, something, uh, I don't know how useful it is, but my father's masterwork has something to do with Sweet Mesa. I'm so really? happy. I'm so happy. Does, does, it, does it really? Yes. Did your what? father like make psychedelic robots? Psychedelic robots. We've cracked it. 
he's you know, got it, boy. He, he was he he was a, he was a very <laughs> talented man. I feel like if he wanted to make psychedelic robots, he totally could. Some people <sighs> over in um some people over in Kesha believe that um Sweet Mesa allows you to talk to the dead, like allows them to manifest on this plane. Hmm. The experiences. I've never, I've never seen it. Never had the reason to. Um, but yeah, it allows them to appear. That you talk to the dead. Talk. It's better. It's Touch. better than that, though. It's um. They almost manifest on the material plane, from wherever they were for a short period of time, and then they can never be called again in that way. I don't know. I've never heard of any kind of magic that can actually do that. So psychedelics, usually the way I kind of described it, because it's more than it's more than just magic. It actually brings them back. Yes and no. But you said this was connected to your father in some way, right, Uri? Well, his masterwork. The, the name of my father's masterwork is Rialta's Forge. Rialta was my mother. And if he's experimenting with Sweet Mesa, he might, and he's probably trying to see her again. That's or very, that's very romantic. Or the people that have him are trying to experiment with something like that and have him there for a reason. You're the one that has the lead. We need to follow that. What else did they say? Hmm. It was about it. Um, we, they didn't describe anything about the person who took the items, but I'm sure we could talk to this Keth individual and get his accounts on things. So that's a wise choice. Keth, you say? Yes. It's a good name. Perhaps we could, um, are there, is Keth here tonight? No, but his friends are. You know what, uh, because I, I got some information about a, a woman in a scarlet cloak, and which I thought could possibly be, um, you know, some sort of distraction technique or something going on in the square. And, and that might be something we look into later. Um, and some some rubbish about a um, a, a priest of Remblace doing all kinds of crazy stuff, but... All right, we should probably go back over there and kind of befriend these people. See if we could get an introduction to Keth. Um, well, I've been, I've been getting drunk all night, so I'm sure they'll be very friendly towards us. Or we're, we're both. I mean, let's let's do that. I know. Um, and I probably actually need to go. You see, like there's a look on Finn's face. He realizes what time it is. I, I just when that happens when I when I see Finn's face go a little like <laughs> like a little panic I reach over and I grab Harry by the shoulder and turn his face towards me. It's like and like yeah, let's um. I, I know Finn's probably tired and ready to get back. I think. Well, we yeah. A few things to do. Well, well, why don't you come with me? Did, we'll go talk with him. Did you find anything when you were out mingling with the people? I mean, I told you we, we there was a scarlet cloak of a woman, but that's something that we'll probably do oh. later. We can probably check that in the morning. But honestly, Uri, I think, and I point him, I, I point his face towards me, I poke him in the chest. Like, well, I think the, the thing you've discovered with Keth is 
that's that's kind of where we need to be. Like, let's go on over. Um, Finn, can we catch up with you later? Yeah, yeah. I'll see you back at the uh the height uh the Yes. The, yeah. Yeah, the, the place. The uh, inn. The room. At, a, at home. The at room. Home. home. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll right. see you back at home. Okay. And uh I put my arm around Uri and turn him towards. Where are your friends who know Keth? <laughs> he kind he kind he kind of turns back at, at Finn, but he's not really stressing over it. How Finn's do kind you, of a odd duck sometimes? How do you guys uh, procure that information? By being their best friend. Yes, obviously. We we be the chari- the charismatic duo that we are, and they tell us. We buy them all the drinks. Both of you that make 6, persuasion. Six thousand gold can buy. <laughs> Both of you make persuasion checks for me. Persuasion? I really gotta get good. No, really? Oh no. Uh, I rolled a nine. I rolled a seven. Okay, so um, it takes you guys quite a while, probably most of the night. Um, I'm guessing when you, to kind of play this out story-wise, you bring over Dorian and like the guys are just kind of not feeling it. They think that, oh, the the old guy's gonna, you know, bring our mellow down, you know? (laughs) Just like this, like, oh, it's gonna be a party pooper. Cause they're much younger. They're in very different, like, like. (laughs) I just, I just shotgun a beer. <laughs> to break the mood. They're they're in completely different stages of life, so they're just kind of like, really. You just, who the hell are you bringing over here? Well, look, look. I know you lads like to drink, and like I said, you could all probably drink me under the table. But my friend here, look. All I'm saying is, you can't out drink my puss, and I throw two gold on the table. <laughs> So you you buy you you, you I buy as many drinks as I can it, I can afford. Again, it, with your rolls, it takes a while, but they do eventually <laughs> accept you into their into the brotherhood. <laughs> yes, we we do everything we can to get an introduction to Keth and distract Uri long enough for Finn to escape and do his thing. Yes, whatever that requires. All right, so we're gonna switch over. Um, we're gonna switch over to Finn. All right, so Finn is <laughs> like power walking out of the inn, but then starts to kind of run as he, um, towards uh, the area where the fountain, oh, the oasis, the oasis. Uh, but then he falls probably because he's in dress and he realizes this. So <laughs> he has to duck into an alley to change back into his his khakis, his comfortable khakis and his perks. <laughs> Um, he also realizes he still has I think he still has Ermir's bag of holding oh no <laughs> with the hundred gold clink clink clinking <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, nonetheless he, he goes to he heads for the oasis looking all around right. alright so you you're you're running you're running you're trying you're, you try to make uh make time and you you make it to the spot you make it to the spot where you're supposed to be and you wait and you wait 20 minutes you almost like wonder like 
Is he going to show? Starts to think maybe he missed him. You know, maybe he came Mm -hmm. and then left. And then you see, um, you see a young halfling with short blonde hair begin to approach you. They wear an unordinary set of clothes that are easily forgettable. And he looks up at you and he says, So, is this going to be a common theme with you all? Breaking off one by one to come ask, come to speak with me. And he kind of just looks around and he says that as if suspicious of an ambush. Who are... Wait, wait, are are you... Right. Magic. Uh, What do you mean, common theme? No one else is... I mean, other than when you visited us in the inn. He kind of just looks at you and he goes, Your friend Samson. He didn't tell you that he spoke with me. Well, he said that he watched you. And that's about it. And he just kind of looks at you. He, he, there's a subtle smile there. <laughs> and he goes, Interesting. Did you speak for a long time? Not entirely long. He had some questions for me. And... I have questions, too. Did he stick around to answer them? No. I didn't ask- I didn't get the opportunity to ask him. But you're here. I am. And... My party doesn't really know about it, most of them. Some of them. Unless they're hiding, but I did look around the perimeter and I didn't notice anyone. Perhaps they're better, better at hiding than I give them credit for, but I didn't see anyone. I don't think they're hiding. Believe me, if Luden knew I was here, he'd be shouting very loudly and angrily. <laughs> he kind of likes, like laughs a little bit and he goes, So your friend breaks off secretly and now you are breaking off quite secretly you're an interesting bunch well I don't really like to judge somebody before getting more information not to say they're not right in what they're doing I mean we've had things happen to where that's very understandable But I do want to speak with you. I think that you have things to say. Important things. Or at least that's what it seemed like back at the inn. You just have a really good way of hiding it, I think. You are free to ask me questions. And you'll be honest with me. I will. Then I hope. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead first. (laughs) He was just going to say, like, 
However, in the manner of etiquette and turns, it does seem fair that you should answer my questions first, since I already answered your friend's questions, don't you agree? I think that's fair. I'll answer your questions honestly if you answer mine honestly. Sound good? Sounds fair. Shall we talk someplace more private then, and not quite out in the open? Okay. Do you have a place in mind? I do. It's not luxurious. Um, but I would prefer to meet there first. Perhaps another location, a little bit more comforting, com comforting next time. But if there is a next time, but. This time, uh, it'll have to be a little more informal. And he kind of holds out his hand. And you notice on one hand a blood-red ruby on near-black, intricately formed metal, and the other hand a ring with a gem that coalesces to a variety of opalescent colors. Okay. He takes it. But he look, definitely looks at the rings first, very curiously, kind of impressed. You take his hand, and as being stretched through the needle of an eye, you feel yourself compress very rapidly. The pressure on your ears is extremely uncomfortable, like that of a pressurized cabin on a plane, except much more intense. And very abruptly, your ears just pop, and the building pressure is immediately relieved. But you're alive, right? Are you? as you kind of like blink once more and your eyes begin to focus and you find yourself in a completely different place. You are completely surrounded by rocks in a sandstone room that's about 50 by 50 feet. And the most notable feature of this place, you see no entrance, no exit, <laughs> but you do see a massive gaping hole in the ceiling and sand pouring down into the chasm in the center of the room. It looks as though there used to be a tunnel that led from this place, but a cave-in extinguished any hope of leaving long ago. And you watch as the halfling changes to the familiar form of Cyprian. And he kind of just straightens his black coat and just kind of looks at you. Where are we? Apologies. The location isn't ideal. Certainly not the most welcoming, but the options were limited and... I thought it would be really rude to take you anywhere too far from your friends. Okay. Didn't really a, answer the question, but okay. It's just a cavern that's... A caved-in cavern off along the side of the, the city. Okay. So, anyway, back to our conversation. Um, I guess you won't mind, then, if I do this. And he's going to... Um, kind of draw his finger around in a circle around them and cast Zone of Truth. Ooh. You'll have to forgive me, but, you know, just to start out with our conversation, I don't really know you and you don't really know me. He just kind of looks at you and he goes, That's fair. But... The fact and that you're not fighting back helps, too. That is fair. And we did make an agreement. You're truthful, and I'm truthful. And I said I wouldn't lie, and this definitely would assure that I was not lying. 
Shall you go first, then? Oh. Am I asking the questions first? Okay. No, you're answering the questions first. That's why he's like, etiquette would dictate that he would get to ask you questions first earlier. Okay. What do you have to ask? You step in the ring, I'm guessing? Yes. You stole something from me. I know who you are working for, so there's no need to pretend. Your employer. They must be working for someone else. Do you know who? Stole something from you? Yes, you... Please, try... He kind of, like, looks down at the ring as, like, kind of looking at if, if you drew it correctly for a moment, and he goes... You stole my weeping vial. Oh. Oh. I mean, we didn't we didn't really steal it. We didn't know who it belonged to in the first place. So your employer didn't tell you it was stolen. I guess that makes sense. He kind of like he tra- he kind of like searches through his mind as this is kind of this has kind of changed a little bit. So you're the middleman, obviously, and it would make sense for them to be completely and utterly discreet as to who it was from. So you didn't do the stealing. It was given to you? We found it, actually. Found it? Where, where did you find it? We found it when we went, went in Lacambria. You know, when, um, there was this hole, and we went through the hole, and there was lots of tunnels and caverns, and we found it down there. There was somebody who wanted it that we came across before. He kind of looks at you, and he goes... So perhaps not your employer, then. I had been tracking... You don't work for Desmadonna. Desma... No. No, I mean... Is... Okay, this is a little bit... (laughs) I mean... I guess technically not. Not really. (laughs) Technically working for Revenir. And he looks at you and he goes... I'd been tracking her for quite some time. I must admit, her knack for elusiveness was quite impressive. A delicious challenge. Irritating to no end, but challenging. And it led me to Lacambria. Received word they were expecting a package of sorts. Didn't have a name at the time, but luck smiled upon me. Apparently someone made a grave error and chose a complete fool... I see it has some strategic favor, but so very risky. Unconditional loyalty and devotion work so much better. Anyways, they went around shouting for someone named Desmadonna and how they had a package to deliver. Tickled that out of some individuals in Crowsburn. So I had my name and I began scouring the city. Interesting that 
How do you, how did that even come to be? Oh yeah, that was me. I mean, I guess I wasn't really working for her. It was more like she was forcing me to do it. Or Iveria was forcing me to deliver a package to Desmodonna. Iveria? Who is Iveria? A pirate. Interesting. Well, you delivered a ring to her that prevents me from scrying upon her. He kind of like bites the inside of his cheek. To be fair, I didn't know what was in the box. No, I'm very well aware, but it does make me irritated nonetheless. Not at you. And he just kind of like shakes his head. Well, it's good to know now. Do you and Desmadonna, you know each other? You have a thing going on? Is that why she doesn't want you to watch her? No. I was... She stole something from me. Hmm. She stole the weeping vial. And I'm guessing she stashed it. Where you say you found it. I had been hunting her for quite some time. And I was so close, and her name is so valuable. Still difficult, but so valuable. He just kind of weaves his fingers together, resting his head over them. Apparently she knew that she was being pursued. Perhaps not by me, perhaps by someone else. Regardless, last time I scried, she was taking... That ring out of the package that she had received and placed it on her finger and disappeared from my gaze. And as well as any other who tried to find her. I had thought that perhaps that she gave it to you. Since I found you all waltzing off of a flying ship, no less. I thought that... Perhaps doesn't matter. Is in he he seems very frustrated. Like he doesn't get things incorrect, and he's more frustrated with the fact that he got something incorrect. Um. Well, I mean, we did have it at one point. I mean, that's how we resurrected Cassius, the one yeah. that you're trying to talk to. He just kind of looks at you. Do you know who he is? Cassius? Well, everybody knows who he is. He's pretty famous. Are you friends? (laughs) I mean... I'd like to think we are. I don't know if friends is the right word, but I think we're on the path to being friends. He just kind of watches you as you say that. And as he's just kind of thinking, he abruptly stops talking. Very abruptly, like kind of like straightens up. And he looks down at the ring on his hand, the blood red ruby. And his eyes shift very abruptly at you and he places a hand on the side of his head. One finger resting against his lip and the other one pointing upward. And he taps his finger like this. 
against his temple very quickly and speaks up with a very abrupt change. And you get the sense with your high passive insight, with him pointing upward and this abrupt change in conversation, because you have a very high passive insight, that someone else is listening. And he says, So, you will be making the delivery soon. You know how she likes to plan in advance. I can provide you with the invitations. She prefers individuals without family so as to not have anything traced back to her. People who won't be missed and won't arise any questions. You are competent enough for that, yes? She doesn't take kindly to slip-ups. His gaze just intensifies as he looks at you and his jaw clenches, and he rolls his eyes and cuts his eyes above his head. Um... Uh, we're kind of in a conversation right now. Like, can you? He just that like later. He look like he looks furious, and he goes, "Yes, we are in a conversation. You'll be making the delivery soon." Then he almost looks desperate. Uh, yes, yes, of course we will. Yes. Wonderful. And he just looks very uncomfortable. I suppose Uh, it will let you live then. And then he just kind of relaxes. Like, it takes a minute, but then he just kind of relaxes and he just kind of, like, puts his hand on his head and he goes, Apologies. Mother was checking in. And he looks very irritated and just roll like just like rolling his eyes and and just like there's a sense of just utter hate for whoever just barged in like visceral hate and despisement did you say mother is your mother talking to you through those rings That is what I am allowed to call her, but trust me, I would love to call her very many other things. No, no, um, he kind of looks down. The ring tells me when she's listening. Wasn't allowed, uh, wasn't allowed to get something that would keep her from barging in, of course. But this, uh, is my loophole, essentially. Okay. Who is that exactly? Is it somebody you work for? Would put it more like that. She is inviting people to her party. And I'm. You can call it that. Are we supposed to deliver? Are we really supposed to? No, you're not supposed. Okay, that's good. None of it. It's just to not arise suspicions with her. She's Mother Lilith Demise. I'm sure you've heard the name. Lilith Demise? Lilith. Lilith Demise. Did you spell Demise? Yeah. It's spelled like Demise. Her name is Lilith Demise. 
It's Demise. It's French. No, it's Lilith Demise. It's Lilith Demise. Lilith Demise. Okay, but when you write it down, it's a Lilith Demise. Yeah. (laughs) She's a good guy. Oh, I've never heard of her. I don't think so, anyway. Are you not from around here? Shouldn't you know that? I mean, you know everything else about us, apparently. Yes, but you don't talk about yourself. No, I don't, and I prefer to keep it that way. Well, that's fine. There's nothing about that information that I need. No offense. I do believe that you have questions for me. Yes. You've answered quite a bit. So... Why Cassius? Why are you interested in talking to him? He just kind of looks up at you. Well, first, do you plan to harm him? No, I would never harm him. And glances down to the circle to make sure he's standing in it. He's standing in it. Uh, I know, he just double checks. I was, he, he looks back up at you all and he goes, I was afraid that you all would harm him. And what your intentions are for him. Well, why would we harm him? I mean, we resurrected him from the dead. He could be used in certain ways. Considering, and he just looks like he looks, he looks very sad at this point. He goes, considering he doesn't remember anything. No, he doesn't. But we're working on that. We're trying to at least fill him in on what we know and get him somewhere where maybe that'll be fixed. So you don't intend to harm him and you don't intend to harm us, knowing that we don't intend to harm him. That is correct. That was very, like, I had to follow that for a second. (laughs) It took me a second. (laughs) Yes. So, then again, why, why, Cassius, why do you need to talk to him? Seems like you care about his well-being if you're concerned about us harming him. I suppose I could tell you, I told your friend. And what do I really have left? I haven't seen him in over 3,000 years. Okay, wow. Wait. Okay. So you knew him? Like, you were friends or something? <laughs> he, he just laughs and he goes, Yes, we were friends. I guess you could call it that. We traveled together for quite some time. Oh, it's been so long. So, I mean, what are you going to do once you talk to him? Like, are you trying to, I don't know, remind him of his past? I mean, ideally, he would have his memories back when I talk to him, but uh, perhaps it would be better if he didn't. I want to say, I want to apologize to him. 
but what do you have to apologize for? That's very personal, and I would hope that you would respect that part. I would like to keep that to my chest, if that is okay. Okay, that's fine. I don't know if he'll understand your apology if he right now. You know, he doesn't really remember anything at all. And an apology is, sorry, an apology is only really good if, I mean, the other person understands what you're apologizing for. Perhaps. He kind of looks like he's just kind of like going through all of his memories and thoughts as he, as he speak to him about this and he goes, Perhaps when he gets his memories back, if he gets his memories back, then I would have the opportunity, but I, I cannot do so without, if you are a true friend of his, cannot do so without your permission. <sighs> Tell you what, I'll go back and I'll ask him, because I think that's important. Right? At least so he's aware. Maybe not give him all the details, only because he probably wouldn't understand them. I'll try and talk to my party and convince them to let you talk to him. Because I'm sure that would help. At least you're wanting to talk to him, speak to him. And if you care so much about Cassius getting his memories back and delivering your apology effectively, then maybe you could help us. Because we're not leaving Sable until we get other things done. And if you help us with our things in Sable, the quicker he gets his memories back, the quicker we'll be on our way. kind of looks at you as you say this and he goes and he kind of like smiles a little bit and he goes fair is fair as if referencing the beginning of this entire conversation fair is fair we are looking for some pretty shady people in town People who might have taken a party member of mine, his dad, his father. We need to find him. They think that... They think that Hush might have him. But we don't know where to look. Organizations like that do so hide in such dark, disgusting crevices. Luckily, I've lived long enough to know where all those crevices are. 
all the forgotten ones. Especially when they've put into effect anyone who doesn't walk through their entrances with their special little tattoos. Oh, goodness. What a mess. Would hate for you all to walk through those entrances and just... After we all met, just be terrible. And I felt like we, you know, were becoming such close friends very closely, very quickly. Good to know. <laughs> he just winks at you. <sighs> all right. Well, if I convince my party that that you should be able to speak to Cassius, then you can show us where those crevices are then. And maybe how to get through them without all the other stuff happening. I mean, I'm so good at being quiet. Nobody knowing me being there. I could. Maybe even do an, an extra favor and scout ahead and see what you find. <laughs> Make a persuasion check with that one. <laughs> that one's... <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> 23. That was, I mean, you had to beat a 20, so <laughs> it was a, that was a pretty high DC on that. Best uh, roll of the night. Yeah, he, uh, he, he looks at you. I think I just deleted my, oh, I did, okay. He looks at you and he just kind of like smiles a little bit. Then he goes, such a good negotiator. But that's also very smart. Not that I wasn't already going to do that, of course. Of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just kind of, he straightened, um, like he, he puts a finger and he straightens up a little bit again as like, as if being irked by a younger sibling and he just closes his eyes and grits his teeth, shaking his head. Apologies for cutting our conversation short. I must reluctantly go and meet my newest sibling. Perhaps if fate smiles upon me, their impulsiveness and naivety will get themselves killed rather quickly. What a weird family. Okay. Yes. I do feel I am the most sane, of course. Out of all my... And he rolls his eyes at the statement. For lack of a better terms, for the licentious brothers and sisters that I have been blessed with. They do consider me the black sheep of the family. But yes, I must go meet this fire genasi, apparently. Name was something ridiculous and impetuous. Micah... Michael Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, he holds out his hand and steps out of the circle. Exit. <laughs> and you're He's very stiff. <laughs> and you're immediately pulled through um, and that you that pressure compresses down on your ears and then you hear the... 
and you're back. And he just kind of like, you see, you see before you the halfling once again, he winks and he just like takes off. Micah, fire Genasi. Micah, fire. Oh no. And he's going to run towards, uh, I guess the, the inn where he left Samson and Uri. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Uh. <laughs> Bad guys. I think that went oh, really well. And wait. only positive things can come from this. This is going to be so smooth. Smooth sailing. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any. There are no hiccups in our way. No. This oh, is y'all. perfect. This oh. is going to be an amazing couple Not- weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Tune in to Fates End because it is going to be some great times. So, the next three so to five episodes are going to be absolutely ridiculous. So, just a reminder for uh, everyone in chat because I see, I see Danielle uh, being like, wait, what, who? Um, Micah, in the in the very first season, Micah was essentially like Ermir's adopted brother almost like his, they had different mother like mother and father and stuff but they were like they were like so close they grew up together like from birth um and when Ermir killed the mother thusly killing everyone except like maybe three people in the undercity Ermir told Micah whose mother was killed because of the decision that Ermir made told Micah that he had a choice and Micah couldn't live with that and told him if he ever saw Ermir again he would kill him and we haven't seen Micah since that moment in season in the first the first uh, arc where Ermir told Micah that he had a choice and because of his choice it killed Micah's mother now to be fair don't. The choice was no, we don't we don't we don't no, we don't wait, have wait. no let's let's hold back. We don't have to defend ourselves here. These are just the facts. <laughs> look, look, we're here to do murders and there's nothing that will stop us. Um let's let's wrap this thing up. Yes. Uh so no, let me th- if you want to hear us react further, you can see the after show yeah. on Patreon. We're about to we're about to talk about everything that just went down in the after show here. Uh, (laughs) I want to let me go back and thank everybody here this evening. Thank you. Thank you. uh, JP Lucidius for the resub Jedi Master for the 100 bits Flock Obama for the resub Hatcher Actor for the bits Haloidy for the bits Flock Obama for the bits JP Lucidius for all of the gifted subs Haloidy for the 20 bits McBluff for the gifted subs Love Doves for the 10 bits. Flock Obama for the gifted subs, and of course, Jake, Jay, Hubish? Hubish. 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 I'm always terrified I'm going to say people's names wrong. I um, called him Hubish for a long Hubsh. time, and it is apparently Hipsh. Hipsh. Um, but our beautiful Jake, Ooh. who plays uh, Ellie on Twisted Veil. Miss Ellie Wiley. Miss Ellie Wiley. Uh, thank you for the gifted subs as well. If you love the cast, you can follow us on social media, um, all of us, by using the command FateCast. And if you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us with a sub or use that free Twitch Prime sub. 
so we can keep bringing you awesome content every week. Of course, our subscribers get exclusive emotes. You get access to our secret corridor on our uh, Discord channel where we show work in, progr work in progresses, um, of artwork and scenes that we're working on. We got a really exciting um, sneak peek that you guys are going to get access to pretty soon. Uh, you can also catch up on all of our shows on YouTube, so make sure to use the command YouTube so you can follow us on Patreon. Our other shows, um, tomorrow is our Twisted Veil show, which is our Through the Breach Malifaux campaign, which, not D&D, we do card, it's card flips, very different system, uh, but it's steampunk, horror, Victorian, very cool. Um, There's the a giant worm made out of flesh living in the municipal water supply. <laughs> Come on by on Tuesday nights. <laughs> yes, they, uh, if, the last episode, like, if you just, like, want to see the most amazing reaction ever, there's a scene in the last episode where the players are being read the description of the disgusting flesh worm in the sewers and all of them like we have a screenshot of it on our twitter that we posted except for hips except hips delighted except for jake is just like <laughs> amazing um but that's tuesdays at 8 p.m central standard time on wednesdays we have iron valor which uh which we play through um we play through wizard of the coast modules and we switch out uh, it's usually about 12 episodes ish uh 12 to 14 episodes and currently we just started a brand new Candlekeep mysteries campaign which our amazing brandon is uh dming and then of course christian and reyna they play in that game and uh they're all they're about to do episode three this week so you know you can get in early on the on the on this uh candle keep mysteries campaign that we got going that's to be crazy people might die pull up <laughs> yeah i'm so three episode three <laughs> episode three i'm going for i'm going for the quickest tp <laughs> all of iron valor history the first person yeah. to die will finally in iron valor will finally not be you not be me you're yes. the dm <laughs> um, you can't die in this one <laughs> <Robert Revenge plot. laughs> the um, whole thing he can die it just takes some really creative player choices to kill, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, kill god oh, the ultimate <laughs> on friday we have short rest which uh short rest is our show where we Various cast members across all of our shows just chill on, and we play video games and we talk to chat and we just bond with with you all after a crazy busy week. Uh, and that is uh, Fridays at eight PM Central Standard Time. Other than that, who are we rating tonight? Who are we showing some love to tonight? Scabby Rooster. Scabby Rooster, you are being rated. Other than that, we will see you all. Uh, next time on The Fate's End. We love you guys. Bye, guys. Peace. Bye.